<laughs> you know who shuts the fuck up? No, no. <laughs> oh god. No. <laughs> Lone, Lone Ranger's mother shuts the fuck up. Oh, she she shuts up because we go to the movie theater and it is impolite to speak. Oh, okay, well that was a bit more wholesome than I was it expecting. It is a porno starring her, of course. Oh, but... right. <laughs> <laughs> the Nerd or Not podcast is an irregularly aired show about games, movies, TV, comics, theme parks, and anything else that floats our fandom. And now, here's your hosts, Jay, Bob, and Corey, the Creighton's Guild. Hello, Cretans. Hi. Welcome mm. back to episode 39 of the Nerd or Not podcast. We give you our opinions on a range of topics, everything mm-hmm. and anything under the bright nerd sun, all promoting fellowship, conversation, and humor, and sleeping with Lone Ranger's mother any chance we can. <laughs> uh, as always, I am Jay. With me is Corey. The Lone Ranger. And Bob. <laughs> the, the emotionally distraught Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as always, guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Google, Podbean, YouTube, Yelp, Tot, um, mm-hmm. you know, what anything else you can think of. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're on the WWE Network now, <laughs> uh, but we are, as always, at Cretans Guild, uh, and we are part of the Somebodies Network, where mm-hmm. you can look us up online at Somebodies.net. That's S-O-M-E-B-U-D-D-I-E-S-N-E-T. That? Uh, all one word. And to those watching today, uh, although this will probably go up tomorrow, so mm-hmm. fuck you. Uh, <laughs> if, if you're watching today, somehow you're a time traveler, please save us from Trump. Uh, but also, happy free comic book day to you. Uh, I went and got some free comics today at uh, my local store here in Kalamazoo, Fanfare uh, Entertainment. Fuck uh, yeah, Bob, Fanfare. Bob, you went to, where did you go today? Gods and Monsters? I went to our favorite place, Gods and Monsters, where Todd, uh, the greatest human being to ever live, uh, Deliberately, I asked him, which one should I grab? And he grabbed these three for me. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Star Wars Adventure, and uh, Avengers. Uh, Uh, One of these is a preview for the next Infinity storyline. Excellent. Uh, Is that the the new uh, uh, Nick Spencer Spider-Man? I don't want to say reboot, but slot's not on any of it. Yes, Uh, it is Nick Spencer. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, I I got those three as well. Uh, Fanfare actually does uh, five comics per person for Free Comic Book Day, so we got... Oh. Uh, me, Cash the kid, money. and the wife went and got 15 comics. Victor walked out feeling like he had won a million dollars. Whoa! Uh, with with tons of comics, and he bought a Black Panther comic because Black Panther's like his favorite fucking hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it was sweet. It was a good day. It was a really good day. Corey, where'd you go? Well, uh, I went to North Center, looked at dogs. Um, nice. Rock dog black... was not working today. Rock dog was not working today. No, <laughs> yeah, I went, I, went to go, I went to go pick up um, uh, the instrument from being repaired because uh, it's not very interesting. But one thing I didn't know about uh, Chicago is that uh, it gets super duper dry uh, during the winter months. So if you got anything that's made out of wood or uh, wood, <laughs> uh, apparently it'll get so dry that the shit will warp. And uh, if you're not moisturizing your uh, your musical instruments, uh, bad things tend to happen to them. So I had to go get it repaired. Anyway, yeah. Um, you had to at- wax your instrument. I had to wax my instrument, like all all up and down. Yep. Had to moisturize your your instrument. Right. Repeatedly. And then massage the crap out of it, and then wipe up the sputum afterwards. Wait, we're, are we doing euphemisms, euphemisms. here? <laughs> oh, no. hey, uh, that uh, this, I also got this at uh, a Gods and Monster today. 
Oh, nice. fucking fantastic. Yeah. That is yeah, lovely. This guy. <laughs> that is lovely. Did you have you have you gotten to stop by the uh, the vault yet? I have. It wasn't open when I went this morning. Uh they don't open to like in the afternoon, evening type I know, deal. But I that. have been before. <laughs> Bummer for the morning drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need booze, too. Yeah. We've been up for six, seven, eight, ten hours at that point. Come on. That place is fucking legit. And uh, that was kind of one of, that was one of the things. Like, I discovered it right before moving that I, uh, that I uh, lament uh, having to leave behind. Yeah, but you've got three dots. I know. Yeah, I know. I've got like fucking like, five. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't have my nerd bar. I can only go to the tiki bar now. It's so sad. I can't be amongst all the riffraff any you know longer. You, you know, you listen right here. Todd did a fucking stellar job decking that place out. There's there there's something missing. I mean, I know. Great. I'm surrounded by like seven bars within shouting distance. I understand that I've got it pretty good right here sure but there's nothing like that place and it was and i don't want to like sound like i was denigrating the old location because they were yeah kitted out for alcohol but it was mostly shit like hard root beer and cider beers just bottled stuff well, they couldn't you know? wall it off like this place is now <clears throat> yeah those people know exactly what is going in uh, what is going in those glasses so we should probably dive into the main topic here right if you want to. All right, let's talk the fucking nerd playoffs, man. We're talking cartoon playoffs. Mm-hmm. First round action. The field so, wait, of wait, 64. Hold, hold, huh? wait, We've what, got, what'd you say? Hold on a second. First, first round. First round. What, Simpsons what versus you Batman want? Brave and the Bold. Pokemon versus Robot Chicken. We've got He-Man and Yogi Bear. Uh-huh. Uh, Jetsons and Dragon Ball. Or you want this? I mean... You, you want to let him down? Yeah, we're down, to, we're down to the final four. Yeah... It's what? been a while, Jay. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on with you in your personal life, but uh, <laughs> an entire competition was held around your absence. I think we six weeks in now. Is beginning to boil down. All right. That's well, correct. T- did, did any of those fucking asshole listeners we have fucking <laughs> vote for Rocky and Bullwinkle? You're out of your element, Donnie. This well, is they, what happened. They voted enough for them to... <laughs> For Rocky and Bullwinkle, they get into the playoffs. Okay, did did they? Rocky and Bullwinkle was up against fucking Gravity Falls. Did Gravity Falls go out in the first fucking round? No, no, no. no okay, we, we've got okay. very good news okay. for you on that front. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Gravity all right, Falls that, is that's persistent. Step one. All right, that, that's that's fine. That's yes. fine. Uh-huh. I know GI Joe got past Bob's Burgers, so that's not a big deal. That's mm-hmm. that's we don't have to talk about that one. Mm-hmm. I'm, sh- you know, that's that's a guarantee. There's no fucking way that Bob's Burgers beat. Right, it. real no. American hero has prevailed. I, no. No? Sorry. What it, the it, fuck? Well, that's a surprise to me, too. I forgot about that. Uh, Bob's Burgers took the lead? Uh, from Bob Burger beat G.I. Joe by 63%. <laughs> Whoa. All right. You guys yeah, have watched we had Bob's some Burgers, upsets. right? Hmm? You guys have watched it? It's shitty Archer. Like, it's it's not good Archer. I actually like it. Yeah, but I, I kind of thought that it was... I kind of thought... I mean, it's it's burgers versus pork chop sandwiches. You'd think that, you know, the more exotic dish would win out. Uh, apparently, that's not the case. All right. Whatever, I think the more fine. I talk, the more I confuse <laughs> matters. So I'm just going to kind of take a sideline on this one. <laughs> All right, Bob. You know, obviously, I'm not in the loop because you guys don't fucking include me on anything anymore. That's right. Uh, did, did we, Corey, did you forget to email him? Because, uh, you know... I. Dude, I'm I don't bit- even email people at my job. Oh, 
Yeah. All right, so, uh, so you say we're on to the final four, so we're talking about the matchups for the Elite Eight then? Yeah, yeah we uh, just fit, wrapped up voting for the Elite Eight. Okay, yeah. so, so uh, all right, first matchup, Bob, what do we have? All right, first matchup, we had the number one contender, the Simpsons, versus uh, one of the final, yeah, the last Cinderella team remaining, uh, Dragon Ball series. Oh, well, Simpsons has to win. I mean, that's... I, and, this, uh, by the way, guys, this is no more bullshitting. I don't actually know the results of the votes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, apparently I don't either, and I was th- here for all of them. So, well, This yeah. is the debut of the results. You guys are the first to hear it, and then everyone listening is going to be the second to hear it. So I, I, I would I would be on, honestly flabbergasted if Dragon Ball got past The Simpsons. Um, I, I can't imagine a scenario, un- unless we were like, only polling people that were anime fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, 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 and even then, probably not. Uh, <laughs> there is a uh, lot of uh, curious crossover between The Simpsons and anime fandoms. I can see that. Go fucking figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> probably because of the, long, the longevity of... Uh, actually, both these shows have been around since the dawn of time, it feels like. Yeah. Good right, point. So I, well I've, made. I've got, I've got to go with The Simpsons, and I'm, I'm going to say Simpsons in a landslide. Corey, what are you thinking? Simpsons. Um, I just, I love Toriyama, um, but I kind of, uh, I haven't made it past like just a couple of volumes in the first manga, and that's Dragon Ball, just Dragon Ball. Um, there's no, else ba- there's no that, balls yet. Yeah, there, there's no balls. There's <laughs> no all... ball gits. There's no uh, ball, whatever the fuck came after that. Super. It's just, you know what? <laughs> Goku found everything, and that's pretty much it. There was no. <gasps> Or that, so in my world, oh, it just ended episodes. with the manga. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so Simpsons, Simpsons for me too. Stay tuned S- next week, Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> no, Dragon Ball, you're out, buddy. Yeah, uh, Simpsons won in the biggest landslide in the entire playoff to this point. Eighty-seven percent people wow. voted for Simpsons. Uh, when I said landslide, I was thinking like sixty-five percent. Maybe that's that's a huge win. That is uh, huge. Shit. Yeah, it's the biggest, I, I like I said, the biggest win. I don't see anything that's left unseating Simpsons. I really don't. <laughs> uh, all right, so now into the park brackets. We've got Futurama versus Looney Tunes, and this is a tough one. I know. Um, it was tough for me, too. It, it's, it's tough, but uh, personally, uh, there's a lot more Looney Tunes I like than Futurama I like. Um, and there's, there's some pretty rotten episodes of Futurama out there. So I, I have to go with Looney Tunes on this. That that would be my vote. Hmm. Uh, Corey, where are you at? What are some... I'm trying to think of some uh, less than uh, exemplary uh, episodes or examples of Futurama. Because um, I have not the first seen... first two seasons, they were uh, okay. <clears throat> they kind of terrible, but they weren't... They were yeah. unmemorable. Like, yeah. they, they were just episodes of a show. Huh. Nothing, nothing special about them. Because I, I have to admit, I haven't like actually watched a whole lot of Futurama past... Maybe, maybe the middle of the first season, even. So, just defaulting to familiarity, uh, I'm probably gonna have to say Looney Tunes. And I know I gotta get educated, but it hasn't happened yet. Not fair enough. Uh, mm-hmm. Futurama doesn't have the longevity that Looney Tunes does, and like the history that Looney Tunes has. Looney Tunes won with 71 percent of the vote. Okay. okay, these are these are pretty fucking lopsided victories. Yeah. Yep. Right, next, <clears throat> next in in the uh, iWorks category, we've got our bracket. We've got Batman the Animated Series versus Gravity Falls. 
And oh, Good. this this is this is asking me to pick my favorite child. Oh, um, no, <laughs> is very impartial to one of these. Uh, <sighs> this is this one's hard. I mean, no, I bag on Batman a lot, but still, it's just it. Bat- I, it I, did. I, it did so much. I make fun of Batman, but Batman was like my my first love as a of of an animated series as yeah. something where I wasn't just a kid that liked yeah. cartoons. Like no shit, you still ran home after school to watch it, you know? Shit, yeah, I watched yeah. it into my mid 20s. Yeah, and, and the Christ's only reason sake. the only reason we like hammer it so much is because like now it's kind of like an outmoded institution and better thing better things have come along since then, but what it did was still fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Everything that that show set up you know the the entire Timverse, you know Justice League, Superman, Justice mm-hmm. League Unlimited, Harley yeah. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, Harley. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so hard for me to vote against Batman the Animated Series in any vote. Mm-hmm. But Gravity Falls is perfect. Yeah, uh-huh. there's nothing wrong with Gravity Falls. Uh, it's except- fun. It's awkward in the best kind of way. It's <laughs> The animation is superb. It's great storytelling. Fantastic voice acting. The worst thing about Gravity Falls is that it ended too soon. Yeah, I agree. And and when you look at the entire library of Gravity Falls, which is what, like 50 episodes? That sounds about right. 50, 60 episodes, something like that, because it's the the Disney rule. Three seasons and done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, and you're out. Versus... Animated series, New Adventures of Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. You're talking 200 plus cartoons. Yes, and also a varying enough. quality. A <laughs> there's varying enough of quality. Them. No, no yeah. doubt. I mean, there's there's some some stuff to this day which is just incredible, and some mm-hmm. stuff that to this day is like, <laughs> oh god. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this is really hard to choose. I I per. Uh, I gotta go Batman. You going Batman? I gotta go Batman. As much as I love Gravity Falls and as perfect as it is, mm-hmm. I, I think everything that Batman set up and as you know, the amount that it made is it it, it, it wins for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically what you're saying is you'd be okay with either going <sighs> Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna cry either way if someone loses here. Like it, it's uh it's a well you fought well. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Huh. Unless it's unless it's fifty fifty and they're both eliminated and fucking Tom or J- Tom and Jerry or Scooby Doo gets a free pass. Do you know in the how finals. fucking scared I was that we would have like <laughs> it'd be split right down the middle and then it would come to the, us, us the three of us having to vote on what show advances. <laughs> that'd be our good tiebreaker. The three of us decide on what the show is to, to break a tie. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so I, uh, I I am going Batman. Corey, what are you going? Um. Oh man. Uh Yeah, I can't even act like this is an easy, easy decision. Uh but uh we uh I think um wow, I almost went into the royal we there, so you know that shit's real. Um <laughs> It's it's Gravity Falls. It's Gravity Falls. Sorry. Um everything that everything that Batman TAS did was was forging fundamentals and it did when I, when I keep, when I keep throwing that phrase out there, it did so much. It's gravity falls is gravity falls is excellent because it had Batman to build off of, but it also improved a shit ton of it. Mm -hmm. Um, that, and 
there's kind of like just a small like a a, a ratio that I'm going by also that I'm that I'm using as a metric to judge by, and that is the. I know that Gravity Falls had like a little bit less time to fuck itself over than Batman did because eventually when you're dealing with that TAS uh, scale of blow, yeah, you're going to have some stinkers. But it kind of it kind of lopped out of the gate to begin with uh-huh. with Christmas Christmas and the Joker, which is an episode I bitch about like endlessly almost and a couple of other ones during that season. And then there was like a lot of really forgettable filler and then, like, when it began to wind down, it was just hobbling. So the things that it did well were conceptual. They were uh, they, they employed a lot of advanced technique because they, they, they not only farmed their animation out to, you know, various uh, anime studios for in-between work, but they also brought in a lot of, like, uh, renowned anime directors to stage these episodes. It's like, that's fucking great. That's forward thinking. But... That's also you've created the wheel, you know, or you've mm-hmm. created a, a you know a, something to put the wheels on. I guess if Looney Tunes had a the chariot, whatever. Yeah, sure. We got the Model T now. Thank you, Batman. <laughs> You're Henry Ford, but without yeah. the uh, patent stealing. Um, yeah. and, and Gravity Falls is a fucking Tesla. Uh, yeah, with, with, with no blowing up engines. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, it fired on all fours from beginning to end, and. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I'm kind of disagreeing with you both on the uh, whole ending too soon count too because that last episode was technically three oh. episodes long. Oh, they they went out it, with a bang. That's it, without it, a yeah. doubt. It at ended, the end of it ended perfectly. Don't get uh-huh. me wrong. It was it was a perfect ending. Yeah, I could have had five more seasons and been ecstatic. Yeah, it's not as, it's not it's not like something where I'm like, okay, we mm-hmm. should yeah, all right, no, this should not have this shouldn't have ended yet. It's it's a it's a case of. It ended too soon because mm-hmm. I want more. I and think, yeah, but but as far as but but as far as like uh, all the char- character arcs being satisfied, there wasn't there wasn't any hanging threads. No, um, it was a, it was a summer's worth of an adventure that had to be uh, that had to be spread out over three years worth of broadcasting. I think they did a pretty good fucking job making that feel like it was two months. If there was going to be any more Gravity Falls to be had beyond what we were given, it's going to have to be. It's gonna to have to be something separate from that story, mm-hmm. like Uncle, like Grunkle Stan might not might not even be involved in any way. It's it's gonna to have to be beyond Gravity Falls. Well, so like, well, I, like I like I said, <clears throat> Gravity Falls <throat> is perfect. Mm-hmm. It ended perfectly. Yeah, it was the right length. It told mm-hmm. the it told the story it needed to tell, and it told it perfectly. Right. I'm selfish. I want more. Just that's hard. that's that's why I'm saying it ended too soon because I just I'm a glutton and I want more good stuff. Uh, give yeah. give me give me more Gravity Falls cake. I want to eat it all. all right. So, so, so you're not demeriting it because of that. You're just saying that, like, okay, all right. Not even, not even, kind of. Uh, well, then it, is, then, it it is the perfect ending to a show, and mm-hmm. and and the th- the reason I can say that is that sh- that ending plays on Disney XD all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, a week long event, and, and I can watch it mm-hmm. every time it's on. Yeah. And still get the same emotional hits that I got watching it the first time. And there's <laughs> there are very few cartoons that can do that. I get it. Uh, it, there, come, there it comes are, on, there, you're like, man, I haven't had a good cry in a couple of months. I think exactly. <laughs> there there are there are episodes of The Simpsons that do that. Uh-huh. Uh there are episodes, uh, for me at least, of Clone Wars that do that. Mm-hmm. And Gravity Falls does that. There's there's not episodes of Gravity Falls. There are entire arcs. Epics. 
yes. of Gravity Falls that mm-hmm. do that, where you are just tied up, so emotionally invested in these kids and this family and everyone in that weird ass fucking Oregon town. <laughs> that that ending, like you watch it and it's like I haven't watched Gravity Falls in four months. Oh, I'm gonna watch this again and be right back where I was. And it's it's per- it is a perfect show. I still have to vote Batman. <laughs> <laughs> A little conflicted there, I guess. I'm yeah. super conflicted. Yeah. Well, I'm going to point out that Gravity Falls did get to this position by beating out Rocky and Bullwinkle and G1 Transformers. Mm-hmm. When that happened, some members of the, uh, the the Somebody's Network, I heard they were saying stuff like, man, I really got to watch Gravity Falls. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. If you haven't yet, like, don't, mm-hmm. okay, don't be me, because I, I didn't watch it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I am really, really upset that I didn't because one, my kid didn't watch it either. And now he's a huge fan of the show. Uh, so it's, it's something that he and I can watch together and it's, it's, it's just great. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's where my vote goes to Gravity Falls. How about you, Bob? Well, my vote went for Gravity Falls as well. Pretty much the same reasons you said, Jay. I, I, I love Batman. I respect Batman. Batman's great. Just Gravity Falls. My heart went for that. Apparently, a lot of people were just like us, and it was very close. It oh, was yeah? super, super close. The voting separation, three votes. Wow. Separated the Oof. winner from the one who's not advancing. And the winner is Gravity Falls moves mm-hmm. on. Wow. By three votes. That's fucking wonderful. Wow, thanks a lot, you turds. I got beaten out by a couple of pre-pubes. It's awesome. Fucking hill folk motherfucks. <laughs> yeah, they had the journals help them. <laughs> that is fantastic. Like that that that's that's just that's perfect. That's exactly how it should have gone. Yeah, well, I'm still a billionaire. Eat it. <laughs> we live in, that man. We live in Providence. No, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, our our Batman's an Ersatz Batman. He used to be in Gotham, but then uh, then things went south. I live in Rhode Island. I hate my life. <laughs> oh, we have right, good seafood next. up here. It's all right. <laughs> it's true. Fucking A. Quality lobster rolls. Wicked pizza. Ha ha. <laughs> all right. And now we've got uh, Tom and Jerry, uh, which I'm still really confused by. Um <sighs> And Scooby Doo uh, mm-hmm. going to war, uh, <laughs> man. So, as a kid, I loved Tom and Jerry. I, I absolutely loved Tom and Jerry cartoons. Dun, I thought they were wonderful. Yeah, everyone knows. But Scooby is just so good. It's it's so good by being so fucking basic. Like there's there's no risk taking in Scooby Doo. Yeah, it is. Hey, there's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Here's some weird designs. Uh, Shaggy, Lots of drug reference. Shaggy mm-hmm. is absolutely high because uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> Scooby can talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a dude in a mask. There you go. There's and your his entire- name is John Cena. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which he did show up in an episode or a movie, was it? I don't remember really. A whole bunch of superstars showed up in that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, complete sidebar here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The WWE Scooby-Doo movies are fantastic. Watch them. They are fever dreams of bizarreness. Watch them. How many are there? There's like two. Two or three. Yeah. Um, 
There, there's the Scooby-Doo WrestleMania challenge, and then the one where they're all doing like wacky racist style monster truck rides across the country. <laughs> is it's this in um, the same vein as like when they had the Globe Trotters on? I have no idea. It's I, I don't know what inspired the writing of these. I don't mm-hmm. know if it is it, like they. This is in canon. They, the you know Scooby-Doo and the WWE inhabit the same universe. It's just wonderful to see Scooby and Shaggy hanging out with the Undertaker in a monster truck. It's just watch them. Think about They're what wonderful. you just said. Mm. Yes, I know what I just said. <laughs> Anybody else who hasn't seen it was like, wait, those words just went together? Yes, and when you watch the movie, you'll go, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Jay was right. Jay <laughs> was right. Um, I got to go Scooby-Doo. As much mm-hmm. as I loved Tom and Jerry as a kid, uh, Scooby-Doo is just... You know, everything from the original series to the new adventures of Scooby-Doo to uh, the the stuff that's out recently, that, that new series is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the James Gunn movies, which are fucking weird and wonderful. The second um, one's second one quite a bit more than the first one. The oh, first yeah, yeah, one, yeah, The yeah, first definitely. one's awkward as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, it's the, the everything that Scooby-Doo has, has since... Led to I I gotta go with Scooby. Even mm. the weird Scooby Apocalypse comic that DC puts out is is good. It, it has no right to be, but it is. Well, it's Keith so, Giff and it has every right to be good. Well, the idea, the, so the concept has no right to be good, but the that, the, the, you're execution, yes. the execution, is wonderful. <laughs> you're putting these things together on paper, and you're like, All right, what are you smoking? Can I have some? <laughs> it's it's just the GIF. That's what yep. the GIF does. Created Lobo, then this thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so where where uh, where'd you uh, end up, Corey, on this one? Uh, Scooby Doo, um, mainly because uh, I had to look into this fucking Tom and Jerry thing, which was like very. It seemed like a lot of younger people were boosting the tib or were boosting the T and J, um, and it confused me. It confused me as uh, somebody who is old and oftentimes out of touch with my surroundings in the world you I live in. Scare me, frighten yes, me. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are these maymays that I see all over the place? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, um, yeah, so apparently uh, Tom and Jerry have somehow become like uh, 4chan Mame Strong, and um, <laughs> I think that's where a lot of, I think that's where a lot of TNJ exposure is coming from. And to be honest, uh, knowing what little I know about 4chan, I'll take being exposed to TNJ over being exposed to anything else on that fucking scorched earth uh, slime yeah, fuck that Slime place. funnel light of yeah. <laughs> slime, uh, yeah, uh, the funnel right of a hell site that is. Four chan, the only site that makes Reddit look civil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and a lot of TNJ uh, seemed like really just bargain bis bargain basement uh, Looney Tunes mm-hmm. like leftovers, and there was a reason for that. It was because a lot of people worked on Tom and Jerry after they left Termite Terrace. If you're saying that like Roadrunner was uh, Armageddon, uh, then Tom and Jerry was very much Deep Impact. Now, grant you that Deep Impact has a shit ton of fans, and they're really, really into Deep Impacts. But one is very obviously the result of another one existing first. And Tom and Jerry wouldn't be dick if it weren't for Chuck Jones and all the stuff that he made at Termite Terrace. Which is why MGM hired Chuck Jones for Tom and Jerry when he left Termite Terrace. So, in terms of originality, Tom and Jerry didn't do a lot for me. Um, in terms of its lineage or its legacy, uh, most of it was Frizz Freeling. I'm not really high on him either. Even his Warner Brothers shit wasn't that hot. Um, and the great thing about Scooby-Doo, 
Now, Grant, you, I'm not really big into their old cartoons either, is that you had mentioned the template and how basic it is. It's one of those, like, almost endlessly flexible concepts that can be adapted without skipping a beat to one sort of an idea or a mood or, uh, or a genre. Um, and, um, I think it's recent output, Scooby-Doo's recent output, like the stuff that you can stream and whatever are, are a really good uh, example of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, going back to your, going back to what you were just saying about like fucking wrestlers and Scooby-Doo, it sounds cheap as shit. <laughs> Um, we never saw Tom and Jerry run around with Roman Reigns. Uh, that's that's true. I'd give my left nut <laughs> to make that a reality. <laughs> but <sighs> for some reason, it just works. Yes, like it's it's just one of those basic storytelling mm-hmm. concepts that you mm-hmm. can you can make a fifteen minute short. You can yeah. make a twenty two minute episode, or you make you can make an hour yeah. and a half movie. And it's, it's like the, going to work. It's like the joke that the trope is that like you pull the mask off of, off of the character, and it turns out to be the guy who's the biggest asshole in the entire cast for that episode. But it's like, old man asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing is, is that that idea lended itself to further adaptation beyond that shit. So then you get stuff like that really uh, that really fucking crazy um, Scooby Doo movie that came out like two or three years ago. Um, Ah oh, man, I ugh. I watched it while I was drunk in Claremont, so I can't remember a whole lot of it. But I remember <laughs> the animation was stellar, and by the time I was done with it, I was like, "That's way too. That's so much better than that needed to be." <laughs> I was I was still just going to be impressed with like, "Hey, nostalgia, woo!" But it just it just they keep pushing it forward. Tom and Jerry's Tom and Jerry. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I know I'm gonna like probably get like untold amounts of heat for that shit but it's like i'm going with the scooby-doos it's from fucking 4chan who cares well <laughs> yeah but 4chan has a way of spreading that's true yeah that very true all right bob what did you rush did you say russian bots no like, well yeah might as well <laughs> like a virus but yeah russian bots too in right, so russia Limewire plays jimmy you. yeah <laughs> in soviet <laughs> russia Lone Ranger's mother sleeps with Tonto. <laughs> okay. I had liquid in my face. That, oh, that is, oh, that is why more. I rushed for the mm. joke. <laughs> no. That's dirty yeah, pool. So, Bob, what, what did you, uh, what was your nominee, or what was your vote for this this matchup? My personal vote went towards Tom and Jerry, but for the the narrowest of reasons, probably because Tom and Jerry stuck to me better, uh, although I have no problem with Scooby-Doo winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did want to point out how both these shows got here. Scooby-Doo easily mm-hmm. beat Alvin and the Chipmunks. I'm so disappointed that even got in the playoffs. And then it uh, beat Bob's Burgers pretty handily. Mm-hmm. To get into this matchup, uh, Tom and Jerry had a much harder road. It beat out uh, Ninja Turtles from 1987. That yeah, that's surprising. And then it trounced the Flintstones like by a lot. And I was a little curious about this, so I did all the math, mm-hmm. and Tom and Jerry got more votes. Just Tom and Jerry for that second round matchup than any other matchup. Somebody found this matchup and retweeted uh, some Tom and Jerry fan site. Mm-hmm. Retweeted just 
that, and they voted just for that particular matchup in droves. Uh, so yeah, this is how Tom and Jerry got it into the playoffs. This is how they got to where they are now. So welcome, so, scummy new listeners, you pack of fucking Judases. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. <laughs> well, that's why for this particular matchup, I decided I wasn't going to put any hashtag on Tom and Jerry. So if somebody wants to find it and vote for it, they're welcome to. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, like, draw a flag. Hey, come vote. Come vote for just Tom and Jerry. No, I want you to vote for everything, goddammit. So this uh, matchup was closer. Because the Tom and Jerry army was not involved. Yeah. Fucking. Unfortunately, Tom and Jerry did move on with a uh, percentage of 59%. M- much much like our action movie playoffs, mm. where, where you fucking assholes <laughs> voted for the wrong goddamn thing again. We are s- we're so frustrated, we're resorting to base insults. You... <laughs> Twats. That is, that's all. You're just twats. Like you just, you make bad choices. You should be disappointed in your life choices. And look in the mirror and just yeah, shake just, your head. The only way that we can counteract the mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry bot army is we need to tweet Alex Hirsch and have him retweet the yes! he falls us in a diet yes! and in a life or death battle against Tom and Jerry. Yes. And uh, all right, we'll and see then, what he says. You know, how I would die if that happened. I would die a happy man that'd be awesome <laughs> as hell so yeah we got uh, we'll do that we got to do that we got to treat tweet to uh the gravity falls cypher mm-hmm. to uh all those guys just be like hey kill the bots help yeah. us win gravity falls to, forever <laughs> and it has to be in crypto cryptogram i'm not yeah, quite absolutely. sure that would make me a happy man because that would mean i'd have to start wearing a fucking mask uh during during these things that we do Lest uh, I be recognized on the street and somebody be like, dude, you just talk endless shit. I love you. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I try to make sense. It just doesn't work. (laughs) So, all right, Corey, you're going to have to pick your favorite child now. Okay. Uh, Because our our final four matchups, we have The Simpsons versus Looney Tunes. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, Gravity Falls and Tom and Jerry, that's an easy choice for all three of us. But uh, Simpsons versus Looney Tunes is... Mm -hmm. That's that's a rough one. A little, yeah. Shit. Um, hmm. Because for all of the things that we <clears throat> said about Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. with the with the grand exception of the no. fact that the the Simpsons is the Simpsons, I'm totally following you. Looney Tunes is in the exact same position. No, uh, really? I was going to say the Simpsons is in the same position. How, okay, Just because explain. well, what are what are we at now? Like. Episode or like season ninety, something like that for the Simpsons. <laughs> uh, season twenty nine will be this fall. Okay, season twenty nine this fall. Mm-hmm. There have been, I will I will wager a guess at this point and say there have been more bad episodes than good, because oh. there have been some absolute fucking shit seasons of the. That's Simpsons. right. If we're if we're judging by percentile, that's yeah. True. If we're judging by percentiles, the Simpsons is. There's 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 definitely a case to be made that it's long in the tooth at this point. Yes, um, that's true. It, but but the same thing can be said about Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's uh, the, Looney Tunes didn't age well in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is you know it's 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 definitely a Sophie's Choice situation here. It's um, and take Space Jam, throw that out. Take the Simpsons movie, throw that out. Just the 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 just episodes, the series, the serialized. Yeah. Uh, the serialized uh, content. All right. Sure. Um, 
Well, we don't we don't have to make our picks that, right now because we we can talk about those in the next episode. But yeah, it's it's definitely something to start weighing your options on. Um, Gotta tell you, it's not making me too. Uh, it's not making me too happy. Yeah, to think about this. No. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, this is gonna take some hardcore meditating. <laughs> I I just you mean I, drinking. Yes, that because <laughs> I can't meditate uh, without. <clears throat> so I honestly, I just saw Chemical that South Park lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my that's, first pick, my number one pick. That's shocking to me. Like I, if anything was going to lose in the first round for the number one picks, I figured it was going to be my pick was with Clone Wars. But um, what beat it? That's what I'm the most proud of. Be, yeah, Cowboy Bebop winning is pretty fucking awesome. That's yeah, that's cool. Okay, that's that's a deserved loss. Yeah. Yeah, I, I figured Powerpuff Girls was going to get past uh, Clone Wars, and mm-hmm. if Clone Wars got past Powerpuff, it wasn't getting past Futurama. Because like I love Popeye, but Popeye wasn't going to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you you love imitating Popeye. I think is uh, well, the more accurate. There it is. So, guys, that brings us to our final four: The Simpsons versus Looney Tunes, Gravity Falls versus Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find the link to the final poll for the well, not the final poll, the final four poll. In the description of this podcast, or you can head over to any of our social pages, and the link will be right there for you to find. I'm sure Bob will <clears> pin <throat> them uh, and post all kinds of Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. It'll be to, very easy to find. To, to mm-hmm. get, yes, there, there. You will not be lacking for polls. Just I voted. like Lone Ranger's mother isn't lacking for a poll. Nice. Uh, but uh, now, guys, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to stop for a moment for a station identification. Um, <laughs> and uh, you guys get to hear from uh, our friends at the Somebody's Network. Time and temperature is brought to you by Some- Somebody's Network. <laughs> hey, you know what's missing from your life? Yet another variety podcast. My Crumbling Audio brings you just that. Open, humorous, and frank discussion on horror, kink, wrestling, and gaming. Each week, Crumb, that's me, brings my brand of wit and wisdom to you with an in-depth look at some of my, and hopefully your, favorite topics. I'm available on iTunes, and you can plug my RSS feed into your favorite app, or search My Crumbling Audio. And now we are back from the break. This is the Cretans Guild Podcast. I am Archibald Sphinx. (laughs) <laughs> and we are going to talk about the cinema. <clears throat> anyway, so we are going to, as as uh, Archibald uh, Sphinx, I think his name was, uh, said, we are going to talk about the cinema. Mm-hmm. And we, guys, there are going to be spoilers aplenty <laughs> here for Infinity yes. War. Mm-hmm. But seriously, at this point, $974 million worldwide. None of you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so, or, <laughs> show of hands, who's seen it twice? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't seen it twice. I've only seen it once. Oh, <laughs> just me then? Uh, uh, well, um, that's good, Bob. I, uh, I've, I've been waiting to pull this joke off, and it only works on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was well orchestrated. Yes, thank you. Uh, I, yeah. I, I saw it once. We saw it at a uh, theater over here in Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, I mean that was that was a hell of a movie. Mm-hmm. That was uh, jam packed. I think is probably the best way to say it. It was supposed to be my second viewing uh, this weekend. I was going to go again today, but uh, the 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 thing that I had to go pick up was kind of expensive. So sure. um, the repairs. Um, but uh, I'm scheduling. 
I'm keeping some uh, minutes for myself for the next weekend uh, because I really need to see that shit again. And I would like Keep to see a lot see of minutes. On... Apparently, what's up? Keep a lot of minutes. It, you just put good four hours aside. The movie's not that long, but very that's how much time some people are needing yeah. to cover. Very many minutes, and I'm gonna be able to see it at the theater that's closer to work because you know it's three weeks out now. So uh, uh, yeah, um, but I wanted to see it in 2D as well because uh, you know I'm trying to do that moving away from 3d thing but uh but but i really wanted to see this in 3d uh was it worth it let me catch up with myself oh yes they got the 3d fucking down pat on this one um and i almost was like not going to because the last movie i saw uh in 3d was black panther and holy shit was that a mess there were like there was like there were like so many um close-ups of people with like mouths agape where whatever 3D camera technology they were using betrayed that image was that I was like, this is fucking close to grisly. I don't fucking want to look at this anymore. Well, I know that, um, I, I actually, I don't know about Black Panther, but I know that Infinity War mm-hmm. was upgraded to uh, 3D. They didn't shoot it in 3D. Um, it didn't suffer any for it. I can tell you that much. Uh, Maybe they knew what they're doing. Yeah, I, I hope so. Those guys are uh, th- these are the Russos, right? Yep. Yeah. Holy crap! You want to talk about Cinderella stories? They came from like I would say pretty irresolute obscurity to becoming these I don't know legitimizing the living shit out of cross uh, out of cross media adaptations. Well, they're they're the shepherds of that that universe now that yeah. Whedon's gone. You know, it's it's theirs. Yeah. So I mean, it's. But there was the announcement that uh, Whedon wouldn't be working on Infinity War after uh, Civil War landed, right? Uh, I think it was after Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron? Yeah. Okay. Either way, it was after Winter Soldier. And when they announced who was working on it, I was like, you know what? That's a good trade. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let them roll with it. <laughs> so we're, we're looking, we're, we're about a week, a little over a week out now from, from its release, because it mm-hmm. released uh, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is made... Almost a billion dollars in one week. Yeah. Um, I want to say I'm surprised by that, but like, I would be very shocked if it didn't, if it wasn't at this point. I, I'm kind of surprised because we're, whenever you talk to people about Marvel stuff, the topic of uh, Cape Fatigue will inevitably come up. It comes up, but how many people are saying that because they're film auteurs or, you know, People who just want to see something that's different in the cinema now, but you um, know what? It's it's not the general public doesn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly, you know, <laughs> it's it's Wonder Woman made eight hundred and ninety million. Mm-hmm. Black Panther made nine hundred and fifty million. Yeah, Avengers is going to cross a billion probably Tuesday. Now, you know, yeah. it's there's no such thing as Cape fatigue. It's, yeah. And if there's, if there's Cape fatigue, it might be from studio execs being like, God damn it. We got to shell out another 250 million for this fucking movie. <laughs> but I guess we'll or be when okay they interfere with movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll be, Oh, well, that we're not talking about DC. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. be okay with our 900 or $750 million return on investment next week. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's speaking, it's speaking in terms of demographics. It's usually not like any fan people that I talk to. It's normally like, the ones who could take or leave this shit, you know, because then they'll be like, yeah, I saw black Panther, but you know, I'm going to hit the brakes on this and then they go see it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. it's amazing. 
it's it's really fun to say that you're tired of superhero movies. It's mm-hmm. another thing to actually be tired of them. And if you are, hey, that's your thing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to fault you for it. It's not for everybody. But uh, I'm going to take every single one of them as I get them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have fun with it. Uh, so let's let's talk about what we liked. Um, because it's going to be a far more <laughs> interesting discussion than what we didn't like. Well, probably reverse. But I think what we didn't like is going to be a far... I'm interested in what people didn't like. Because I want to know about... I'm still kind of like on a high from that movie. And I saw it a week ago. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, is it fucking good? So let, let's let's <clears throat> talk about the really good stuff right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as I think you both know, not a huge fan of Thor Ragnarok. Didn't mm-hmm. really care for the movie. I, mm-hmm. I liked the characterization, but I thought the movie was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really do anything for me. Uh, really glad that they maintained the uh, characterization of Thor. Yeah, and, and didn't try to rewrite him and make him kind of. Uh, stupid renaissance thor yeah uh he can't recognize that rocket raccoon isn't a rabbit uh-huh you know it's <laughs> well they don't have raccoons in norway i'm it's, pretty sure they do or or space norway i guess <laughs> or where the fuck they come from um maybe not on asgard that's probably accurate yeah yeah um but i really like that they kept that um th- there is one thing that i did not like that i want to bring up right now mm-hmm. where the fuck was korg Hey, Ben. Oh. Made a rock. Uh, I'm kind of the leader here. Really wanted him in this movie, and he wasn't there. Yeah. I wanted. I want to know what Korg and Meek were up to. And there's rumors. <laughs> there's rumors about Korg. Not Valkyrie, thank God. Valkyrie was, was like my standout from uh, Ragnarok. Valkyrie was my second favorite character in that movie. Yeah. Uh, behind, I didn't think about Korg, that until just, just now. Huh? What's that? I didn't think about that just until just now. Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't that- see her on the ship. Didn't see, see Valkyrie. We didn't see Korg. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see Meek. We didn't see... Meek probably got sat on by Ebony Ma or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so all of those characters that were introduced in Ragnarok mm-hmm. uh, were just kind of like, yeah, no, don't worry about them. It's nobody, cool. They didn't show up. Uh, according to uh, some of the... Uh, according to one of the Russos, I don't remember which one, uh, Valkyrie made it off. Uh, okay. Korg, he's leaving up to whoever takes the next uh, Thor movie. Which I guess if you want Korg to be around, that better be YTD. <laughs> Korg best fucking be around. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if if I don't hear a hey man in the next movie, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> um, uh, I loved the Guardians in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, for Boom. the most part, there's 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 a couple of things I didn't like about the Guardians, but. Uh-huh. Um, it, that has kind of become the consistent. I don't like this about the Guardians thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Cap, loved Black Panther. Tony was spectacular. Mm-hmm. This this was Iron Man three. Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, and his relationship with Peter is perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could not I, have cast anyone better as Peter Parker. I fucking can't get enough of those two assholes in the same screen. They're perfect <laughs> together. It is the most believable superhero pairing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Starstruck Kid and uh, Egomaniac. <laughs> yeah, Tony Stark. Well, it's it's, uh, it's a mixture. It's a mixture of uh, Tony Tony being like kind of shoving himself into this father figure role, but. But with somebody who doesn't see him as a father figure, and I was mm-hmm. like, I mean, you, you see, you see how that manifests now. But like, how fucking difficult must that have been to pull off? Yeah, there, <laughs> there was some serious acting happening in mm-hmm. those scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Robert Downey 
damn it, stop aging, please. Because <laughs> y- you got to stay in the role. Like it's <laughs> well, you know, Disney's uh, all hot and uh, heavy on that uh, de aging technologies. I-, I I thoroughly enjoyed P- Peter Dinklage. Uh-huh. Um, as, oh, my God. As, that the, was... as the Norse god of irony? Yes, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, so I, I knew he was cast, but they hadn't announced what he was playing. So mm-hmm. I kept I kept listening for his voice somewhere to think he was going to be like one of Stark's robots or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll admit, uh, I thought he was going to be Pip the Troll. It's like, oh, we're going to get Pip. I, yeah. gonna be awesome. That's, and, and that was the other thing. I was like, okay, well, he's going to be Pip. Oh, no. It's, all right, we'll we'll go with the typecasting. That's fine. Wh- Little... wh- when did they announce his inclusion in the movie or his casting? Uh, oh, well, it was fairly I... late, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very late. It yeah, was they after... never said what he was playing. They just said he's in it. It was after yeah. the Fox acquisition. More to my point. Yes. Yeah, I thought they were gonna like try to start sneaking a lot of the Fox properties in, and Boulevard Trask was gonna That's be awesome. one of them. Yeah, Trask was working at the the Pentagon or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, just like ah, like, oh, there he is. Yep, here it comes. It's starting already. <laughs> so yeah, I was either like, all right, he's gonna be a voice somewhere, like mm-hmm. he was for Destiny, or he's gonna be Pip the Troll, and they're gonna introduce Adam Warlock somehow, and mm-hmm. this is how it's gonna kick off. Ooh, and great. No, That's wonderful. Is, Warlock is strictly GOTG three three material, yeah. as far as I know, which is. I don't want to say too much about it. Y'all keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when, 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 so I'm listening, I'm listening and, li- and then his character shows up. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> oh, Hey, that's Peter Dinklage. Look at that. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's ironic. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a 15 tall, 15 foot tall dwarf. Yeah. Like, all right. Um, and, and him playing off of, um, Chris Hemsworth's, uh, fucking, um, Meathead Errol Flynn version of uh, Thor, reinvention of Thor now. Yeah, that was yeah. just... Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I loved Groot, mm-hmm. uh, as always. Teenage Groot is is hilarious. Um, Nova was... Or not Nova, what's her name? Uh, Nebula, mm-hmm. uh, as briefly as she was in it, was great. Mm-hmm. Um, loved Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, His interactions with Tony Stark were the best. Mm-hmm. So dis- I was looking forward to those. So disappointed we didn't get a no shit Sherlock joke in there somewhere for between <sighs> one of the yeah. two of them. Yeah. The, the Russos said they didn't put it in there because it would be too obvious. I'm like, really? <laughs> you, you guys directed Community and you're saying, no, the joke is too obvious. We mm-hmm. don't go low. Fuck you. <laughs> no, come on. Um, uh, so a little disappointed that didn't happen. Hoping mm-hmm. it shows up in the next one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, there, there, again, there's there's so much more I liked than I didn't like. It's hard to remember everything that I did. Yeah. I say I was the, the next one's on uh, on rapid turnaround, isn't it? Yeah, it's out next year. Yeah. It's like a year away. Which I didn't fucking see uh, see coming at all. Um, I th- kind of thought they had a plan in place for this because there was very little shown of Ant Man and the Wasp in the trailers. There was mm-hmm. just like, well, they're on screen at the same time. That's certainly the lead characters, yes. Um, and then uh, we've only seen photos of Captain Marvel. Nothing more specific than that. Uh, so what I thought was going to happen was that, like, all right, well, you ended it kind of like how we didn't think you were going to end it. <laughs> so yeah. what happened after Infinity Gauntlet? Uh, you got the Infinity Watch shit. You got Adam yep. Warlock. Well, in the comics, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I-, I have a feeling that just forget about all that that's kind of what i thought they were going to do though i mean uh, i i knew they'd have to like do the next they would have to reconcile the these plot points before spider-man happened which was supposed to happen next year anyway so yeah. i was like oh i wonder how that's gonna work out um but i thought they were gonna like get all of these storylines wrapped up piecemeal 
in each of the uh, other franchises' respective movies, and then that's how it would get resolved, and then they would continue as bus- business as usual. I didn't even know there was an Avengers four happening. Yeah, but yeah, and they're not. E- they haven't even released the title for it yet because mm-hmm. I remember hearing something that they they didn't want to release the title. Yeah, because originally it was going to be Infinity War Part Two, but they decided to accent and they're going to give it a title a little bit later mm-hmm. uh, they're going to announce it and because there's something about the title that would spoil something about this movie that's right. why they haven't released it well i i think that was um the russo's uh that was the russo's saying that like okay you told we told you this wasn't going to be a two part movie we're not lying mostly so mm-hmm. it's going to be titled it's something not else. exactly a thor's eye patch eye patch situation but it's still a it, little it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Anyway, but you know, probably wrong. So uh, let, let's let's go real quick into the things we didn't like, mm-hmm. and then I want to talk about theories moving forward. Theories, because um, I've I've got some. Uh, so things I did not like, mm-hmm. um, and and they are very very it, few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey and I, you and I have talked about this one offline. Um, mm-hmm. I really didn't like that the soul gem was a MacGuffin. Oh, and I totally understand that shit. <laughs> like, like like every other. Mm-hmm. Infinity Stone is just you can go pick it up at the fucking Mega Mart, but yep. if you need to get the, if you need to get the Soul Stone, you got to kill someone that you love. Yep, that, that's the only one. That's the only one that has, a, <laughs> has a qualifier. Everything else, you can just ask a nice wizard for it. You can you can kill an android. You know, it's just it's just basically it's just going. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, but but this I'm one, I'm betting that's exactly what happened when he got the Power Stone. Just knocked on. Xander's doors, like yeah. Hi, I'm Thanos. Uh, I'm gonna take that. Thank you. All right, bye. Where yeah, is by the way, the half of you are dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, um, sorry, so, I wanted to take that opportunity to point out that n- neither of you pegged the uh, snatch reference from that scene. No, my, my theater was so loud that uh, I, I I had to have missed it. Like I, I need to see it again because there was stuff that I know I missed. All right, all right. Uh, because the theater was so loud. It's um, it's right at the beginning of that scene where you first see Thanos with his boot on um. Uh, was it Tavoli? I, I don't know. Don't remember the collector's real name. Benicio del Toro. Okay. Yeah. So role reversal. I thought it was kind of funny that you know he was after stones and snatch. It's like yeah, that's funny. It's cute, right? Whatever. And then Thanos <laughs> says his line from when he's trying to get the diamond from the Hasid in the uh, diamond exchange, and I'm like, you shitting me? Stop <laughs> that right now. <laughs> And he did totally. So keep an eye out for that. So yeah, that 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 bit I didn't like. Uh, I didn't care for, and, and this is again, as I said, this is a continued complaint about uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish that we had at least a Star Lord that is marginally intelligent. Yeah. Instead of just Andy Dwyer in space. Yeah. Um, because it is. It's getting to the point now where, as much as I love the Guardians movies, mm-hmm. Star Lord is very much my least favorite part of those films. Yeah, um, and that's not like, fucking right. No, it's not. Comic like, Star Lord is still like nice and complex, and you know, fun to fun to follow. Like, like Drax is the most one note. Okay, Groot. Uh-huh. Groot says <laughs> one line. Yeah, he is. There is no one more one note, or should be no one more one note than him. Mm-hmm. And he is somehow more complex and deep than Star Lord is. Character development. Same thing with Drax. Exactly. Yeah. Star-Lord has done nothing except be kind of impetuous kid mm-hmm. the entire time. And it's just like, all right, dude, come on. I need something here. Like, yeah. it's I, I need to sink my teeth into something. And look, I get that you're playing to Chris Pratt's strengths, mm-hmm. 
but the dude can fucking act. Give him something to work with. Give him some meat to chew on. Yeah. Um, Tony Stark needs to pull Spider-Man to the side. He's like, all right, you see this guy? You're going to become him if you don't watch it. <laughs> Enough with the pop reference. <laughs> Enjoy the it's, dad moment. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, it is like him, him forgetting everything and, and having no tactical idea mm-hmm. that, hey, we're trying to save the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. in the title of your fucking team. Mm, we're yes. saving the we're guarding the galaxy by taking this man's oven mitt. Uh-huh. Please don't punch him in the face and break Mantis's concentration. But it's it's that version of Star Lord, and it's just it's just a version I don't care for. Yeah, uh, I love Pratt. I love the way he plays that character. Mm-hmm. I don't love the character. Um, That's pretty shit. damn easy to see too. We because we we let him get away with his faults. Granted that he does. Granted that those are offset by other qualities. And for the most part, in like, you know, the first movie and at least a good chunk of the second movie, we're there. But, man, he's become a little bit too good at fucking up. And that move in particular was like, okay, this this person is cognitively impaired. Yeah. (laughs) And and this and this isn't like. This isn't to say that the Star Lord in the comics is perfection, because let's 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 call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. He fucks up all the goddamn time. Yeah, but he's but not. He fucks he's not up, a huge moron, though. That's the thing. He fucks up for uh-huh. a tactical advantage, uh huh, or because he thinks it will give him a tactical advantage. Yeah, and he will not do something purposely because he thinks it's going to give him an advantage down the road. Mm-hmm. It is not because someone didn't think Kevin Bacon was funny, or it you know it's. What, uh, I I just I want more for the character. What I what was great? What was the greatest thing about uh uh Star Lord's uh, uh sorry um the comic book version of that character was that most of his mistakes and most of his foibles were his role as a human within these like extravagantly weird and uh, spectacular circumstances usually were the root of that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. He fucked up. Uh, he fucked up against Ronan because, well, Ronan can punch a hole in five layered brick walls, right? You're not going to be able to stand uh, any sort of like fuck ups against that. But he still, you know, he still tried, and he was still aware of that. It's just that he fucking fell, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of moments like that where he where he doesn't like rush headlong into anything, you know, sight unseen, and let his impulses. Uh, create the situation he's really good or really capable of strategizing it's just that it always came down to him going up against fucking blastar <laughs> and he's not super powered even he has a ship and a gun mm-hmm. you know and, and he's got, he, a mask and some ankle jets exactly like that's, that's all the dude's got like, that's, that's true he does have limited flight capabilities etc but he was still like he can't take a hit for crap He's uh, he's us for the most part in half spar yeah. toy I guess whatever that means. He's well even that he's still a bag of meat. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but this dude he's not Oh, this dude's uh, he's close to a big R is what this yeah. version of Star-Lord is. Yeah. And it's t- it's tough to it's tough to it's tough to keep understanding why he does the things that he does. Mm-hmm. Like he's staring down a dude that's 12 feet tall, purple, has Venetian blinds for a chin. Right, he's got a mantis lady who's apparently some sort of like an invasive telepath keeping this monster under control. You got a wizard, right? 
Ruby Mans of Sidorak in full representation this time, which mm-hmm. is great. And you've got a dude who is uh, not quite technically a robot, but getting there, at least making an argument for transhumanism. Um, and his ward. Right. You can't pro- you can't see this tableau of like explosive bizarreness in front of you and think, oh, dude killed my girlfriend. I better fuck all this up. Yeah. And, <laughs> Out and, of and pride. I'll, <laughs> and, and I'll take that a step further. Uh-huh. So it's not like... The the thing that got me with that scene that took me out of it where I was just like, come the fuck on, guys. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't one punch that all of a sudden Thanos was like, I'm going to fuck everything up now. It was repeated punches to the face. Mm-hmm. Did I not see a scene three minutes before that where there were 7,000 Doctor Stranges with 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 the, the Sidorak bands mm-hmm. restraining Thanos? Mm-hmm. Couldn't he have just said, hey, number two, take care of him. Yeah. You know, hold him down. Spidey, web him. Uh- Iron Man. Punch him, repel him, use your arc reactor to blast him away for half a second. Oh, you to, know, res- to restrain him out of here. To restrain uh, to uh, restrain, Quill. Yeah, to restrain Quill. Oh, okay. Just I take him out of the situation. Like I'm like, when did what, what is happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a guys, good point. I thought you were talking about like restraining Thanos before, and I was thinking, no, no, like, no, 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 yeah, no, restraining restraining Quill. Like mm-hmm. it's again, he's a dude. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> true. He could have just like slung wrung his ass over to I don't know some other. Fucking give him a cup check with the back of your hand. He's gonna fall <laughs> down, dude. Like that's that's a that's a really good point. Yeah, why didn't? Uh, and and I understand it's all to move the plot along. Mm-hmm. I get that, but yeah, but in a movie where like that's done with ease and with like almost no visible seams whatsoever, that's ugh. yeah. Screw you yep. for pointing that out. Sorry, <sighs> sorry. Uh, that's fair. It's, but hopefully. You know, those were the two things I didn't like. Those are my big negatives walking away from the film. Mm. That's 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 it. And I can usually pick apart a Marvel movie where I'm just like, no, I I, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Uh, but the last two that they've released, I have thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. So, um, shit. I had a lot. Uh, I had a lot to like. I'm gonna try to run down it really quick because, like I said, I actually. This is the last movie, not just Marvel movie, but movie I've seen where I like wanted to take notes as soon as I got home. <laughs> and I honestly haven't done that since like um I think the fucking Paul Schrader version of The Exorcist. Sure. No, it was the Rennie Harlan. Yeah, it's a long story. Anyway, um so uh one thing I wanted to uh make clear is that like I am so fucking glad people are giving uh Alan Silvestri work again, or he came out of retirement or fucking whatever. Uh because he was definitely the strongest element of Ready Player One. Um, and I kind of thought that he was in that movie because, ah, it's the eighties and he scored everything in the eighties along with Jerry Goldsmith, Williams, et cetera, et cetera. So it was like, no, apparently he's back. And if you're, if you're wondering why the music and the tenor of the score from this movie sounded so much more, I don't want to say better because that's, you know, a subjective value, but like, it was definitely more ominous. It had range. It had like actual fucking range. It was done by somebody who not only knew what they were doing, I mean, you're you're conducting an orchestra. You better know what you're fucking doing. But hopefully, is so good at it that it's become almost an an alchemical extension of how they see the movie. That's Alan fucking Silvestri, right? That's the guy that reinvented Danny Elfman's theme for Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. and you know carried it to uh, its uh, relevance. Um, but yeah, he's back. Awesome. Yeah, there, there's he he he's of a rare breed. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's very few composers left that are like that. It's 
you know, him still, you know, John Williams forever. Mm-hmm, right. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit. Uh, Zimmer, Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah. Hans Zimmer can score the fuck out of a film Hans- when, he, when he's given the freedom to. E- uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Josh Brolin, who continues to be the best goddamn thing that's ever happened in Hollywood. Yep, <sighs> he's a treasure and needs to be treated as such. Yeah, like, yeah. and if we could, if we could knight people in this country, we should knight Josh Brolin. Right. Um, <laughs> I've seen some talk that it may not happen because the amount of CGI in the in the Academy doesn't doesn't really look past that. Mm-hmm. But he should probably be considered for at least the uh, best supporting actor. Oh, oh so yeah, supporting in the movie. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. but yeah, like his his role was it, it you f- you knew that Thanos believed what he was selling, mm-hmm. like especially it, the the Soul Stone scene, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which is as as much as lo- logistically <laughs> the scene didn't make sense. Yeah. the acting paid was the payoff. I think that's it. why that that scene was in there because well, a they I believe they had to sell like that the the idea that Thanos had a past because this is the most people have been exposed to him other than cameos. Mm-hmm. And that's like considering the last ten years of this IP, um, but I think the other side of that was they're like, guys, we got Josh Brolin, we got to really push the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with the, it's like having a torch and not lighting it. Yeah. With the ex- with the exception of the uh, the the completely unnecessary slow motion sequence in that scene, yes, yeah. that, I, I will agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like when it went to like eighties movie montage slow mo, I was yeah. like, uh, okay, guys, get it over with. Come on, like. <laughs> Um, let me see. Seeing Stormbreaker was cool because it's probably yeah. not going to happen, but maybe Beta Ray Bill might show up. <laughs> we, we saw a statue of him in Ragnarok. We did. That's true. So, hey, you know what? Maybe he's due for a cameo. Uh, get a really good actor on this guy, too, so he can like hang around for the next eight years of movies and not really do much of anything except wow people for five <laughs> seconds at a clip. So Stormbreaker popping up. Um, the Marvel Studio Art of Compounded Risks. What does that mean? I don't know, but that's a hell of a fucking title for a book. Yeah, no kidding. I, that should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> Compounded... R- oh, I think I know what I was talking about here. Okay. Um, right. How everything that came before Marvel... I mean, duh. Of course, it's math. Uh, brought us to uh, Infinity War. But if you tried to put everything that was in Infinity War tonally... Uh, Right after maybe like say the first three movies uh, that Marvel put out, it fucking just wouldn't work like at all because I mean the script would be solid and everything it would be a great story still, but I think the reason that Infinity War uh, wasn't balked at by as many people is because they had all of these other things to add into the Infinity War mythos or the mythos that supports it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, so here's here's the crazy thing to me about Infinity War. Yeah, with how good that movie works, you couldn't start at it. You couldn't come come up with the script for Infinity War and work that backwards to what we got with the Marvel no, Universe. That's a, oh my god, like, that's such a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Because because you look at that Infinity War script, you couldn't get back to Iron Man one. Uh huh. Exactly. And it wouldn't organically build to it. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't just you couldn't just say, okay, this is where we want to end up. Mm-hmm. Let's get to that point. Which is the problem DC has. Oh yeah. Because they are trying to say, we're gonna get to here, mm-hmm. let's build all this stuff in, as opposed to let's start with one guy and get to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Um make steps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you had started with Infinity War and worked backwards, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have got you never would have gotten Ragnarok. Yeah. I can guarantee you that. 
Uh, you never would have gotten stuff like Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You never, you probably never would have gotten Black Panther mm-hmm. because the technological advances you needed would have just been Tony Stark, right? You know, and and you would you would have lost out on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, the Homecoming, f- yeah, never never would have gotten a Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we were able to start with with a fucking wing and a prayer with Iron Man mm-hmm. one ten years ago, yeah. And just organically build this crazy Beast. fucking intricate machine mm-hmm. to get to the point where we're at now yeah. is astonishing. Yeah. Like, it is... I If if it was any other studio, it wouldn't have worked. Like, it, there's just... I know. I mean, it, look, shit, Universal tried to do that uh-huh. with the, with the, uh, with the, the, the monsters. Mm-hmm. They fell flat on their fucking faces. <laughs> yeah, that's because they couldn't cast the first movie and they couldn't find well, an true. angle for it. And no, you know, I think they had a pretty solid angle. It's just a, it's just that everything past the everything past the drawing board stage just kind of seems slapdash. They were like, "Well, we're in good with this director. We'll throw them on the project." And we've had this script for a mummy sequel starring Brendan Fraser around since uh The Dragon King or whatever the fuck that one was called. We'll go ahead and retool this and uh Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That dude works uh that dude works for a pretty decent paycheck. So shit. Um yeah, it's it just seemed a little bit too haphazard. Now that's kind of uh, is it is it, is it a dead in, uh, initiative? Is that completely just done? Yeah, it's done. Oh, that sucks. I killed it. That fucking sucks because I, I love the idea of like a uh, a conspiracy led um, kind of like an archiving organization that kind of hunts these classic monsters down. I mean, it's a bit goofy and kind of light on paper. Now that I'm saying it out loud, but it's very it's just Men in Black basically. But um, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see that happen. Just differently man i can't wait to see the hemsworth tessa thompson men in black bring that to me right now yes (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be spectacular that's that's gonna be nice um but i think what i meant by the compounded risks thing which is tied uh, which is tied very much uh uh directly with what you just said the organic development of that entire franchise they started with one of the most uh terrestrial and um uh, with Iron Man, uh, uh, there wasn't a whole lot for you to disbelieve. If you're able to buy, you know, a rich dude running around in tights whose superpowers are, you know, discipline, then yeah, you can buy somebody who is smart enough to build a robotic suit for themselves and, you know, go and get rid of terrorists because, hey, terrorism was on everyone's mind at that time. So mm-hmm. there was all that familiarity. Um, and then after that, you had Iron Man 2, which was, let's talk about that. And then, uh, <laughs> And then I want my board. And then we were asked to accept Thor, which yep. hell of a leap. But especially with the guy who directed it, he was like, "What, really?" Kenneth Branagh, which I know, which which was a pretty ballsy move uh, from 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 the get go. So, how they made this work, though, Branagh, I think, played into, and it seems like such an obvious thing now, people's nostalgia for '80s movies where being a fish out of water from outer space was fucking common. Earth girls are easy. Okay? I was just about to say, it was Earth girls are easy with muscles. <laughs> it, was, it was Earth girls are easy. It was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Shit, that was a lot of Thor Ragnarok. Duh. <laughs> it's just that we were able to recognize the symbols from those movies that we took for granted back in the day and superimpose them over what Marvel was giving us for Thor. And it was like, okay... We still have a window. 
we can still get in on this and it's fine. But now we've got aliens in that Marvel universe. Where can we take this? Dark World happens. We actually mm-hmm. take things off world. We get Boston album covers. Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy happens. They're like, hey, they can do that. We can do that times 10. And so on and so on and so forth. Now we got a giant purple football player. muscling down all these aliens and fucking rock people and talking rabbits and for jewelry (laughs) it's for it's for bling and we're like this is the best shit we're gonna see in like five fucking years coming out of hollywood and it was because of these guys knowing that in order to in order to make this accessible you've got to let people in on their own terms, you know, and be able to recognize what those terms are. So, right. Well, uh, yeah. The, the, the fact that we went from a, a in, in the grand scheme of, of what Hollywood is a relatively low budget mm-hmm. superhero film with Iron Man one. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where the antagonist was a businessman in a suit. Yeah. Well, that was coming hot off the heels of the Bush administration, where everyone sure. was like, "Fuck you, Enron." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and and and, and, and it's perfect. But the fact mm-hmm. that we went from what was the bad guy was was the CEO of Enron mm-hmm. to the fact that we have now built brick by brick, mm-hmm. step by step, to the point where we have intergalactic prune chin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the, you can't write that book. Yeah, like you, in, in in ten years you cannot get there, and, and the fact that they did that, and a lot of credit goes to Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. uh, because that's just he steered the ship. It, it um, seems almost impossible to believe that all of this was manifest, like he meant to do this shit. Oh, I guarantee you that if when when all is said and done, and he writes his memoirs, uh-huh. and I will buy that fucking book day one to yeah. read that shit. Uh-huh. I guarantee you, when that is released, we are going to find out that seventy five percent of what has happened was pure fucking chance. I'm like, I I, I like the fact that because because this movie, the, Infinity War, doesn't work without Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh no no no. So. You had you had to get the the the, the happenstance chance that we're going to get Spider Man and we're going to get the Spider Man property. You know what? I'm going to pull away from that. Here's why: How many times have we heard a story about some kind of a weird ass drama happening in Hollywood where we were like, "Why this guy's rich? Why are they doing this to themselves?" A lot of that happens behind the scenes too. And you've sure. seen Get Shorty, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. I mean, uh, I know Barry Zonnefeld tend of kind of tends to uh, uh, embellish things, but. A lot of what was in Elmore Leonard's novel were his experiences in working with the egos and like the trials and tribulations that they just that they give themselves on whim on nothing more than just like a mean look. And he's and that's him being like, okay, well, what if we had somebody who was like a little bit closer to the ground working in this business? What would that look like? It turned into a you know comedy about gangsters and shit, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, it's us. It's us looking at like all of these disparate elements that we've got, and they're highly volatile because they're actors. You know, they're artists, and they have the nut. And we're like, all right, if one of these guys says that they so can't the Lone do Ranger's anything, mother. what's? Thank you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> if one of these guys says that they can't do this for whatever reason, let's see how far backwards we can bend in order to appease them. And if it still doesn't fly, then we adapt. And I think that 
were we to open up page one to that book that you're the hypothetical book that you're talking about, the Kevin Feige autobiography, the first oh okay. yeah, the first not, page not would book. say no, not that book. Although <laughs> the book's been written, yeah, the first page would say, "Fuck your ego, adapt," and that's all it would be. Because how easy would it be to do in that business? Everyone's fucking nuts. And you 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 look at this, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm going to go right back to Iron Man one. Yeah, you fuck your ego. Adapt. Could they not have picked someone better than who someone who needed to fuck his ego and adapt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it's it, it yeah. It, it you are you are so spot on. It's not even funny. <laughs> so that's yep. that's pretty much it. That's that's pretty much all I think the so the success of Marvel the, of the Marvel universe or the MCU is. Is that dude just knowing when to let go and when to build around? Meantime, DC, uh, a mustache fucked it all up for like the, for like the last uh, two movie projects, or was it just mainly just Justice just League? Justice it was just League. Justice League. Just, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, so it's the the thing with so and here's here's why I still maintain a little bit of a little bit of hope for the future of the DC films moving forward. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget that Justice League was actually filmed well before Wonder Woman was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you still had the stench of Snyder on it. Yeah. Um, and then you know it was just a case of no one wanted <clears throat> to play ball. You know, and, yeah, and it yeah. was it was a mess. It was a hot mess. But it was a lot of executive meddling too, wasn't it? Those oh, are yeah. those are the most toxic egos oh, yeah. in that system. Having one dude say, "No, you're going to keep the uh, naturally grown mustache." You guys are going to spend, let's say, $1.2 million to fucking erase it out rather than spend 20 bucks on getting a goofer <laughs> and some spirit gum yep. to wear in the scene. That's insanity. That's insanity. Yep. And Kevin Feige, I think, knew how to either get around that or manage it, manage it, where, it where it came up. It, it goes back to what Jay mm-hmm. was saying earlier, how Marvel the way they were producing their movies were in step stones and they were still, they were climbing, mm-hmm. but DC, they were building a slope and expecting to just, just slide up the yeah. thing well, when it, obviously that wasn't happening. In addition well, to all those other volatile elements too. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think that is, is definitely the case with the, the previous mm-hmm. uh, administration at DC. Yeah. Cause again, Justice League was produced under an old administration. Wonder Woman was produced under a new one, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be the same, the same people that were, are over, uh, Aquaman when mm-hmm. it comes out this December and Shazam when it comes out next March. So I cannot uh, wait to see Shazam. I, uh, I, early, yeah, early, early <laughs> screenings on Aquaman uh, have people really fucking excited for it mm-hmm. and say it's really, really, really good. That's good. That's, um, I like hearing that. And it's it's a case of exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the point now where the people that are in charge of DC films are saying, you know what, you guys have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. This is the money you have. I can't give you more. Make the story happen with that much money. Yeah. And tell the story you want to tell. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what they did with Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you can see there was a little bit at the end by having to force feed Steppenwolf into, into the fight because they still had to make Justice League happen. So there had to be some kind of gap to bridge there. Um, having Steppenwolf but, be your Thanos, that's... Uh... Well, I think it's supposed to be Darkseid. Yeah. Darkseid is supposed to be their Thanos, but I you mean, know, it would have been nice to see him. But maybe it's... you could have used the guy that served as like Thanos' template. <laughs> Shit. I mean, yeah. just throwing that out there. Yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, so mm-hmm. that's that's DC. We're not talking about DC. DC can wait until Aquaman comes out. Exactly. Um, yeah, Bob, you you uh, you have been fairly quiet. Is there anything you would like to add to this? No, I've been loving some of the philosophical talk we've been getting. At uh, honestly, this has been awesome. I love every <laughs> bit of it. So, uh, there's a couple things about the movie that I really loved. Like first off, Hulk getting one shot basically in the beginning of the movie by Thanos. That was cool. I mean, <laughs> yep. that was like an MMA fighter and a kid. Yeah. In a fight, yeah. Because Hulk, Hulk being the whiny child and not wanting to come out to play mm-hmm. was one no! of the was one of the best aspects of that film. Uh, like, you know what I was hoping they were teasing up to though was uh, fix it. Uh, was either fix it or Pad Guy's Ultimate Hulk or whatever the, yeah, that guy was Smart called Hulk. Smart Hulk. Yeah, but ah well, you know this works. It, it could still happen. Mm-hmm. Like I, I still think that's kind of where they're headed. Fix there, it. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. Something else Ooh. that I liked. Um, I I liked how the movie because in in and by the way, uh, there I, I've said this online a few times. People who read this book and people who didn't read the book, those are basically the two biggest uh, differences in reaction. Mm-hmm. People who read the book back in '91, even though the it, it's it's similar, it's not the same yeah. thing. They stepped out of the theater going, oh, that was a pretty good movie. I I, I enjoyed that. People who were going in blind mm-hmm. and just like watched a couple of the movies, knew nothing about the uh-huh. comic and everything, walked out an emotional freaking I mess. I know. That was the best, wasn't it? <laughs> I know. It's like people like down the road, it's like, are you crying, dude? <laughs> it's Spider-Man. He's got another movie. They'll bring him back. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so that, that was that was the thing. Like We're watching it and... and uh, yeah, you know, all this stuff is going, and I feel I feel the you know the throat getting tight, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "There's a sequel. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it." Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, everything's good. We're I we're, sh- we're all right." I shit you. By not. the way, I called it. Uh, uh, well, it was pretty easy easy call to mm-hmm. make, but Vision got a chunk of his head ripped out yeah. by Thanos. Yeah, because they had to mirror that one scene right where he just kind of rips his guts out in from the yeah. book. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's basically what they did. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love how there's no uh, indication of Mistress Death in this. So this is all Thanos. And uh, if you look at it, the, the, the philosophical differences between the, the book and the movie, where Death brought him back to life to kill half the universe, uh-huh. or he's wanting to kill half the universe to bring balance. So there's, you know, not as many, there's not so much poverty and there's not so much crime and everything. There's more level amount, and that's almost. Yeah, I kind of see where you're going with this, Thanos. Uh, it's wrong, but <laughs> I see where you're going with it. People forget that that angle actually came from the last uh, Abnet Landing Guardians run, right yep. before, uh, right before they ended it. Um, because I, I, I know that like uh, MCU has been really good about just letting the comic booky elements of a comic book universe be, which is one of its all, also another one of its uh, uh, keys to success. But I think the whole death worshiping thing was a little bit too Swedish for a comic book movie. So they probably wouldn't have been able to get away with that as easily. Um, but yeah, the Thanos that was at the end of not the reign of Kings, but the Cancerverse thing. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where the whole balance idea came from. Mm-hmm. It was downplayed, mind you, because, you know, they could still get away with him, you know, jacking it to Neil Gaiman comics, but because um, death. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's where I think that's mostly what informed this version of Thanos. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's why, and and I said this to you. That's why that Soulstone scene just left me like 
man, that didn't. I didn't need to feel sympathetic yeah. for Thanos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at all. I didn't need to feel sympathetic because I was already fully all in on him being a fucking horrible, awful villain. Y- yeah, like exactly. I didn't need to go. I didn't need to go. Oh man, he had to kill his daughter. That's too bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't need to think that. Like that, what that a was comple- Yeah, completely unnecessary. Because I'm more disappointed of the downplay of the stone itself. Mm-hmm. How where the the soul the soul gem is supposed to be like this one thing that holds the other five gems in like some kind of unis- weird unison. But in the other one, ah, just put on my yeah my knuckle. No one cares. Yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing right here. I think that's the one people <laughs> should be focusing on when I kill them. Um, oh, that's one thing. Um. I guess Thanos has more or less solved the MCU's and humans problem, hasn't he? Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to. I, I, I did say at the end of the film, I was I was like, well, I look forward to this being casually mentioned mm-hmm. in Defenders next season. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, it was fucked up that half the people at the bar died the other night, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> boy, half of my practice croaked. Guess we'll go beat some people up. Because you know, that's all it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. I was kind of hoping they'd bring in Daredevil on this, too. Remember uh, the guy that plays Me Daredevil too. was kind of like teasing it a couple of years ago? Yeah, I guess they can't mix their peas with their car- with their carrots in the MCU. So no theatrical to no TV and vice versa. But no yep. Phil Coulson. Uh, why? Well, give it time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he'll give show. It time. I know what he'll show up in a scene shared with Howard the Duck, and I'll be like, "This is the best shit." Well, he's gonna be. He's one of the main characters in Captain Marvel because it's a period piece. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. It takes place in the nineties. Yeah, and then they can bring him back. You know, he'll be the. Carol, we need you. That's you know, cool. It, it, and and then you can go from there and bring him back. And, and then, then he gets stabbed in the heart. Mm-hmm. Cap, Cap can give him a great big hug. And all that stuff. And, <laughs> um, all right. So, but but this, that actually, that's a good point. Because mm-hmm. now talking about Phil Coulson, mm-hmm. that leads me to theories. Let's talk about ideas that we have theories. for the next one. I want oh, to drop one thing. Sorry, before sure. we go on. Keep that in mind. Is it a deuce? No, uh, that happened uh. before the show. Ah, I'm not a that's savage. planning. Yes, it is. It's called time <laughs> management, Jay. Anyway, um, the dude that played Ebony Maw, cast him as somebody else in that universe because he's good. He was yeah. seriously good. And now we're going to leave it at that. You continue. <clears throat> Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, so theories. Obviously, Doctor Strange has a plan. Mm-hmm. He fucked something with a time gem. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he, had, he saw one alternative of 14 million where yep. they were victorious. Uh-huh. Yeah, so clearly that's what's happening. Right. It's not even a theory so much as it is this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to seeing his crazy uh what what's um what's Charlie Charlie Pace's character or not Charlie Pace. Uh the guy the guy that was in uh uh Pacific Rim uh in Charlie in, Day? Charlie Day. I look forward to seeing his crazy theory board like Charlie Day's character in uh <laughs> in It's Always Sunny about what you know, this is what we need to bring together, these yeah. are the characters we need. There's um you know it's funny that you mentioned that because there's like it's not it's not a small part of me. There's quite a lot of me that kind of wants the Sunny crew to end up becoming damage control in the MCU. <laughs> Who could Charlie Day play in the Marvel universe? Make it happen. Well, there's Pip the Troll for him. <laughs> uh, you know who he would have been great as? Huh. Fucking Weasel. Uh, well, shit. That's Deadpool, right? Yeah, but still. I mean, it's going to be Marvel eventually, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, theories. Uh, you guys seem pretty set that Adam Warlock's going to be Guardians 3, huh? 
I think that's been confirmed. Well, they uh, teased we're it not going to see him two, until so, then. So yeah, I think that's going to be next movie. I think that's where Gamora is. I would fucking love it if that's the case, but I don't think so. I also I've heard, of course, this could be another Thor's eye patch situation mm-hmm. that. Um, no characters from the uh, the Fox universe are. We're going to be seeing them until the the deal is completely gone through, which will take years from that's, now. That's probably a reality because yeah. that's too much planning. A, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you've got you've got to recast. Did you see the logistics nightmare that was Infinity War? Yeah, I mean you've seen <sighs> the, the like a lot of the principles from the last Fox backed X Men movie were, were more or less kind of sweetened to, to take those roles. Like, Lawrence didn't want to do any more Mystique. She was kind of done after... I think she was done after First Class, to be honest with you. But still, they're not going to be able to deal with that shit, those other contracts. Um, they're probably going to lobby pretty damn hard to get Jackman because he's such a... No, he's done. I know, he, I, I I know he's, done, he's done, but they're going to... It's the guy that they get to be Wolverine or whoever the fuck else uh, is going the, to be movie? compared to Jackman. Yeah. Why does it have to be Wolverine? Um, well, because it's, because it's, it's Wolverine. It's Wolverine. Right. Like it's, yeah. Um, I think honestly, I think out of every property that Fox owns, the only character that's safe is Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. And, and the characters in that little corner of the woods, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, Deadpool, Colossus, <clears throat> uh, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, Cable, mm-hmm. they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Um. No one else will be. I. I, I think. I think every the, other character will be replaced. The X Men's going to be a reboot. Fantastic Four is a definite fucking reboot. Um, <laughs> yep. oh, please from reboot From what it you've right. told me, I haven't seen the last movie, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and well, Deadpool. It, it only made like fourteen dollars in theaters, so don't worry about it. Yeah. You didn't miss much. All right. Um. Deadpool is going to be kind of a weird one too, because I think that the people involved with the Deadpool and I hesitate to say franchise, are kind of are kind of at that um, point of cognizance where they realize that the first movie did so well was because it was punctual. Um, and now it's going to have to... In order to keep Deadpool going, it's going to have to like start either creating its own cliches or it's just going to fall into like degenerate self-parody. And yeah. it's not going to have as much of an impact as the first movie did. Yeah, the problem... Did you guys see the trailer for the next movie? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the references, I was legitimately... La- I don't usually laugh at trailers like, okay, let's just get on with the movie. But that one, I was actually... This is funny as hell. I, w- I can't wait then to see it. I might not I, have seen I, that trailer. I, th- I think it looks very funny, and I, I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. But the problem with making a Deadpool film is that you're not able to maintain the character every month like you can in a comic. Yeah. You know, because it's you make a movie, and then you have to wait two years to make the next one, and the character's kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Like you, because you can't evolve him over those two years because now you have an expectation of your film goers that he's going to be the same character in two years. Yeah, w- with a few tweaks. Um, and think about how many of the jokes from the first movie were Ryan Reynolds bagging on his mistakes as an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it, another thing that about Deadpool, and as much as I I, I thoroughly enjoyed the film, and I mm-hmm. still do. Yeah, that is a, it. Was a very different experience watching it at home. Mm-hmm. As it was watching it in the theaters, oh. that was a that was a shared experience, mm-hmm. almost by necessity. Like watching it at home, I was like, "Hey, this is pretty good," mm-hmm. but I wasn't like losing my shit like I did in the movie theater, where it was okay. It's it's a wave of hysteria; everyone's laughing. Yeah, um, it, it was a very very different experience, and I was really surprised by that. Um, Less a film, more of um, 
more of a zeitgeist, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I fucking, I, like I fucking hate that word. Pro- probably because I'm misusing it here is you know as often as I misuse it in other contexts. But well, uh, I think was, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a. It was certainly a movie. Mm-hmm. Like like it was. It was definitely a movie, and it was an action movie, and it was a good action movie. Mm-hmm. But it was one of. It was a really rare occasion where it was a social action movie. Yeah. Like it was something that almost necessitated a crowd because it was that type of movie. And I'd never experienced that before. Cause, cause you're all laughing at superhero movies and you're all laughing at yourselves going to see another superhero movie in order to laugh at superhero movies. Exactly. Yeah. And getting, getting that, getting that Blu-ray home. And I bought that like when it opened mm-hmm. at target, I was there at 8am and bought the Blu-ray and brought yeah. it home that day and watched it. It was a very different experience. It was a little sobering. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, that, that kind of sucks. I, I, I was really excited about this, but uh, I mean, not taking anything away from it. I still love the movie. It's mm-hmm. still wonderful, but yeah. it, was, it was just very different at home than it was in the theater. Seeing that in the um, theater was a lot like seeing Spaceballs in the theater. Do you remember that? No, I didn't see Spaceballs until I was a teenager. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, it was, I, I could probably compare that to, to other Mel Brooks stuff like mm-hmm. uh, Men in Tights or something like that, yeah. which I did see in the theater. Um. <laughs> So you were lucky. That's one I wanted to see in theater. I never got to. Uh, all right, let, let's let's get back to to, to theories because I think we're we're theories. getting off. Uh, I I which I, which we never do ever. <laughs> no, we're usually so focused on this show, topic to topic. Uh, God damn it! I, I want to get back to my theory about the Soul Gem. I I honestly believe that the next film is going to because they've already said it's significantly longer than the the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think we're going to see some stuff in the soul gem where, uh, Gamora is there and she goes to, and she meets Adam Warlock mm-hmm. and okay. it's her convincing him to, you know, Hey, get out of your fucking hippie commune <laughs> and, uh, come, come help the universe. So. Yeah. Wait, uh, now when you say she's already there, dead Gamora, like she's in the soul gem, like her actual incorporeal mm-hmm. being. Yeah, her soul was probably taken into the gem to be. as it became itself open to Thanos. And then yeah. Warlock is in the gem, but not in that uh, caterpillar no. coffin that the um, whatever the fuck I they're called. right now. The gold people. Warlock is in, yeah, he's in the, 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 the life pod uh-huh. thing. But I remember um, after Thanos snapped his fingers, mm-hmm. he had a vision of himself in like this orange mm-hmm. watery haze place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a child Gamora there, I think that was the Soul Stone environment. Oh. I'm just guessing because it was all orange, and you know she's dead, but her soul is here, and that's how she, as he remembers her as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so that's that's my theory. By the way, what kind of cheap shit is it that his that the gauntlet was fucking smoking after he used it? They better not run with that crap, because that's going to be a huge bullshit car being thrown straight the fuck down. It's the Infinity Gems one-time usage only. These things are like the concentrated remnants <laughs> of an entire a fucking existence. Supply. Nah, <laughs> we uh, that's not that we don't accept that. Sorry, you're gonna have to write. You're gonna have to write a script about that. <laughs> the Time Stone has an expiration exactly. date. <laughs> that's an irony thing right there. And that's what Doctor Strange did. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to uh, the second Doctor Strange movie. If they keep the, um, if uh, if Derrickson comes back to write and uh, direct it, because that's one movie that I keep having, I keep finding myself coming back to watching on Netflix, and I never expected that because I'm not into Doctor Strange at all, the character anyway. And you know, the first time I saw the movie, I told y'all I, I wasn't like wild by it by in any like 
means what uh, by any definition whatsoever. But every time I watch it, I like keep picking out like new things structurally speaking, and it's just like God damn it, this was fucking really well done. Do you guys think Wong ever got his tuna melt? I don't think so, no. I think that was one of the... Uh, <laughs> he only had two drachmas on him or whatever no, it was. I, I believe that what happened to Wong's tuna melt was that he was about to bite into it and then... Psh- oh. <laughs> it and sucks thus, when you cook a tuna melt too long. The audience was spared the hardest tragedy <laughs> of Infinity War. <sighs> so, yeah. Right. Oh. So, if she's still around... Hmm. Tony Stark is going to have to go to Aunt May and explain, your nephew's gone. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's not. And Pepper, if she's still around. Well, then that lets him off oh, the God, hook, this doesn't one's dark. it? Yeah. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> um, so who, who do you, so we, obviously Captain Marvel is going to get introduced in the next film. Right. Um, or, or brought yeah. into the fold. She'll be introduced in her own movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who else do we think is going to be new? For this next one, obviously, obviously, I'm thinking Adam Warlock is going to be part of it. Um, Rocket is the only Guardian left, if I'm correct. He's going to go recruiting, yeah, right? Yep. Like it's. I'm it, pretty sure he's going to do that. I, I'm pretty sure we're going to get. We're going to get Bug. Uh huh. We'll probably Jack get Jack Flag. Get us Jack. He'll he'll go find Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Um. Trying to think of who else he could bring it in. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense, but uh, I, uh, I could definitely do with Howard becoming a more permanent fixture in the Guardians. They're introducing they're introducing Captain Marvel, which means there's going to have to be something with the Kree. He could bring in Philavel. That's true. Oh, hell yeah. That would be... Mm. Phyla's a, it's uh, not likely, but it's a stretch. Silver Surfer. Moondragon? Moondragon's probably a definite because then that would create some yeah. sort of like a uh, parental conflict with Drax once he becomes revived. And then yeah. that would set a lot of groundwork for Guardians 3 if, you know, that's where we want to go with that. So, yeah, th- there's there's so much that could happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know. It did, it, it did make me super jazzed to see Ant-Man on the Wasp this winter or this summer, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm so disappointed in Marvel. They, they released a giant standee. Like mm-hmm. cardboard standee for theaters. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed that they they didn't make it like this big, just for like concession stand theater tops. Oh yeah, just to put it like next to the register, actual size. You know, it's people be stealing that shit left and right though. That's probably I why they know, didn't. But yeah. like it's just it's like oh, they're, they're marketing they have a poster of basically the same joke where it's this giant white poster, but tiny little little. Oh my god, fuck that dead fucking center. movie poster. That was like the easiest ten grand that that artist probably made in his entire career. <laughs> fucking shyster. I like that poster. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so the last question then. Uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Oh. The, uh, I had I did have one theory. Okay. Don't know how it's going to play out, but the two major ways uh, the Infinity Gauntlet was defeated in the comics was once Thanos abandoned his physical body and became an entity of the cosmos. So Nebula just walked up and was like, "All right, I'll take this." I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he became yeah. Eternity, and, didn't he? Yeah, yeah okay. basically, yeah. Uh, but not a lot of people know who Eternity is. But yeah, the, the same yeah. thing. Um, and the other time, what was it? Oh, the uh, as the stones were reassembled, the reality stone was a fake. And because there was a lack of reality to keep things together, mm-hmm. whoever it was that had the gauntlet didn't have the mental capacity alone to hold everything together. So everything just went nuts and haywire. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're able to separate the stones, and that is where I think we introduce the Illuminati. 
Uh, okay, I wasn't reading comics during that period. That was late 2000s? Um, when was <clears throat> yeah, it was, no, I think it was early 2000s. So you've got... But basically, it's six individuals who were granted the stones to keep them safe. Yeah, that was... Oh, I thought that was Infinity Watch. No, no, that's... Yeah, that was right after the Gauntlet, okay. but later, years later, when the Gauntlet was reassembled, they decided, okay... These characters, you're going to be in charge of the stones, and one of them was Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Black was, Bolt. One of them was Black Bolt. Uh, Namor was Stark, another one. Tony Stark, Black Bolt, Namor, Black Panther, Professor X, and Reed Richards. Yeah, and the members changed a lot because Beast was a char- was part of the Illuminati mm-hmm. at one point. Uh, yeah, Professor X. So they'll have to to finagle it a little bit if they don't have the rights to some of these characters. But maybe Captain Marvel's one of them. That would make sense. I mean, there's two that are off limits uh, by default. Although... Oh, three. Um, Namor, too. Oh, Namor's packaged with the Fantastic Four? No, Namor's owned by Universal, and Universal will not give him up. How's, how'd that happen? <laughs> it's a weird deal that you know goes back to when the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man was bouncing around. Yeah, but the Fantastic Four has been with Fox since at least 2002, right? Yeah, Universal has a death grip on Namor. They won't let him go. That's so fucking bizarre. What are they going to do with that character? That dude, Nothing. That dude no. is a supporting cast member at best. Yeah. You can see... Hey, wait a minute. Can, Isn't there like something where they have to do something like every 10 years? Otherwise, the rights go back? Or Ooh, have, Not in this case. That could be interesting. No They'll just you do can it. See, you can see how assed up Faggy is about it, though, right? Oh, yeah? Like, <laughs> like He's actively working to get the, the, the Fox properties, but like, Universal's like, hey, we've got Namor. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <I mean, it's, laughs> There's an Aquaman coming yeah. out in a little while. Yeah, no, yeah, DC, DC's got that one. Don't worry about it, boys. We're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> and Namor continues to languish in disheartened obscurity. Imperious Rex. <laughs> <laughs> you take my winged feet and go pout. Yeah. Maybe that's why scaled, nobody wants to scaled touch. scaled underwear. They're going to have to explain the winged feet thing. And it's like, you know, <laughs> we were able to make good on the whole Captain America costume design, but that shit's... I don't know. We already got a walking tree. That's enough to the craziness for yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. You, <laughs> gotta expl- you gotta explain winged feet, mm-hmm. scaly underwear, uh-huh. Eddie Munster hair, and elf ears. Yeah. That's that's a lot to swallow. Oh, and from some wild ass divine eye li- <laughs> or eye, eye makeup. <laughs> I forgot about the eyebrows. I was <laughs> a big fan of John Waters. What's it to you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can bring in Namor, but only if John Waters plays him. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, he's an old ass monarch. Does he still have the pencil mustache? No, but you know what? Fuck it. It's that's a trademark. You gotta (laughs) go with it. (laughs) That's the king of Atlantis right there. (laughs) My name is Namor and this is the creep. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. (sighs) Is that guy Corey, on fire? Do you have any? Oh, you have human any torch. <laughs> More like the human That's, gauche. What's uh, up? <laughs> human torch. It's a little on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any uh, any theories besides uh, John Waters being Namor for the next film? It's not a theory. That's a demand. But uh... <laughs> where does the film rank for you in terms of MCU, Corey? Mm, top five. Sure. Kind of goes without saying. Um, <laughs> I mean, walking out of a movie, th- walking out of a popcorn flick with that many people in attendance, just absolutely fucking Schindler's List devastated. 
leaving the place. That's a good goddamn movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got to think about all the movies that Marvel's done up till now in total. And that's kind of difficult. So I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say it's, sits at a square three or a four for now. It's for me, it's in my top five. Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't get past Iron Man three. Nah, (laughs) it doesn't get past winter soldier. Uh huh. It doesn't get past homecoming. Uh, but from there shit gets dicey. Oh yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I want to say it doesn't get past Ant-Man, but I mm-hmm. think it does. Yeah. Um, and, and that's <clears throat> kind of like your Batman Gravity Falls matchup, huh? <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it, it, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love Ant-Man, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I'm going to love Ant-Man and the Wasp a hell of a lot more than I loved Ant-Man mm-hmm. um, because it's, it's 100% Peyton Reed's movie and, and not coming in at the last second to, to yeah. make the film. Who's, um, who's writing this one? Do we know? I think it's Peyton Reed. Um, I didn't know he wrote movies. Yeah, well, he wrote Bring It On. Uh, I'll look it up. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think that I'm going to Ant Man. The first Ant Man film is going to slide down a little bit for me once mm-hmm. uh, once Ant Man and the Wasp comes out. So I def I think it's I think it's number three or number four for me. All right. um, where where I, <clears throat> I'm I'm seeing some kind of fight back and forth is between it and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I fucking loved that movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's something I'm going to have to watch again. Um, same thing with Black Panther. So we'll see. Try to consider like everything else up to this point. So you mentioned Iron Man three, Spider-Man. Those two are definitely my top five. Winter soldier. Uh, yeah. Winter soldier, just cause of all the, uh, all the callbacks to classic seventies espionage shit. And it's like one of those biases that so difficult to shake off. Um, I think, I think Infinity War would trump Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Iron Man 3 in the same placement you did. Although for a long time it was number one. I also had Guardians 1 in the top five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Guardians 2, but then I saw that again on the flicks when it came out. And I'm like, yeah, this is still a good movie. It's nowhere near as good as I thought it was. I apparently am just in love with Kurt Russell. So <laughs> um, I think this one's going to place above Guardians, above Spider-Man, above Iron Man 3. I don't know. That Westworld reference was pretty choice. Okay, I guess it makes it a number two. How about you, Bob? Where's it ranked for you? It'd be interesting to revisit this question in a year from now when the movie isn't as fresh, like when the sequel comes out. Um, I would have to say it's in my top three. After Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Homecoming. Mm. The first time I saw this movie, um, (laughs) my app screwed up the purchase. Uh, I bought the movie for like a Friday morning. I show up Friday morning. He's like, oh, sir, your movie is Saturday morning, but this is odd. It's for a time that doesn't exist. I'm like, huh? (laughs) But (laughs) the management was really nice. They said, okay, we'll just get you a seat that's available. It was third row all the way to the left. That sucks. And I was like, you know what? I got to see this movie. I'll sit down. And thank God it was like one of those reclining seats. So I was able to do this. Oh, that's that's not so Mm -hmm. bad. I I can do this. Yeah. Um, And then I saw it yesterday with Alicia 
And I kept leaning over. Okay, yeah, he's yeah, no, no, no. And she was like, "What's going to happen? Who's that? Who's who's this?" I was like, "Just it's Black Panther. You haven't seen the movie yet. Just I'll tell you later. <laughs> uh, just calm down. Just calm down. God damn it! Everyone's looking at me. It's like I'm just, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, so yeah, I, I basically saw the movie. I feel like I've seen two different movies <laughs> from the two different angles I saw it at. Um, man, it's it, it was just so good. It was so good to me. And I've been waiting 10 years for it because you guys know. Well, like, probably longer oh, yeah. considering. This is my yeah, shit. That's your <laughs> that, shit. That's your, that's your fucking comics Bible right there. Uh-huh. That's, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to say third place for mm-hmm. me. I mean, so fuck. It, like, Gauntlet was like your only comic. Like, um, there, I was into a couple uh-huh. others, but not anywhere close. Like, Gauntlet was like my. Was, I, I. I swear on it was like it was like Cosmic Marvel and Punisher. (laughs) It's an interesting combination. Yeah, it is. I don't remember being into Punisher that much. Well, the Garth Ennis stuff. Well, the book that you've got on your shelf, the Welcome Back, Frank. Oh, that that Punisher is a different is a different story right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is written by Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, Andrew Barr, Gabriel Ferrari, and Paul Rudd. That's a lot of fucking people. Number two, uh, first and second though are McKenna and Summers. So okay, well, it didn't fuck up Spider Man any. So yeah, yeah. So there's that. No, let's let's move on. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, before we get to the close, how can we move on? Half the universe is dead. <laughs> oh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Oh God damn it! That that one I gotta I gotta be completely honest. With. Yeah, I cried on that one. That that one hurt. Um, if you didn't, that one was tar- yeah. hard to swallow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so we're gonna move on, Corey. You do uh, a, a a segment. Uh, a called thing I'm P- trying. I kind of fucked P- that up last time, but P- let's P- pixel mixer. Uh, yeah, um, the pixel p- mixer. K- k- by the way, I love that name. Yeah, I do too. I think it's, it's good? a wonderful name. Yeah. All right, guess we're sticking um, with it. Can I can I talk uh, 52 weeks real quick? Sure, do it. Cool. So, uh, so I know Bob has has mentioned it a couple times on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure on the podcast as well. But I've been doing a project uh, on my own. Um, called 52 Weeks of Tiki Drinks. And on Instagram, it's at 52 Weeks of Tiki. Uh, basically, what I'm doing is I'm making a different tiki drink every week because I am just loving loving the drinks, loving the culture, having a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was supposed to make this drink last night because yesterday was May the 4th, and mm-hmm. I'm a big Star Wars fan, and that did not happen uh, because I fell asleep. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so I made a May uh, Revenge of the Fifth drink today um and uh today's drink is uh the darth and stormy mm-hmm. uh which is a uh, a take on uh a classic drink called the dark and stormy uh it was served in this handy dandy tauntaun cup because i don't actually have a darth vader mug yeah uh, but you know, forgive me. Uh, and the drink is real super easy. Uh, you get a bunch of crushed ice, is toss it, it in a mixing cup. Did you say super easy? I probably did. Yeah, I'm going to be expecting uh, great things out of this drink now. <laughs> it's 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 super easy to make. All right, uh, crushed ice, uh, half ounce inducing. cinnamon syrup, uh, one and a half ounces of demerara rum, three quarter ounces of fresh lime juice, and three ounces of ginger beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this is a drink you do not shake because ginger beer is of course carbonated, uh, and if you do that. Your drink will blow up, so don't do that. Um, Unless you want to make a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, all you do is you just put it in a shaker in your shaker or right into the the mug itself. Uh, use your stir stick mm-hmm. uh, using this handy dandy tiki Tony from California Luster, and uh, stir it up uh, and drink. 
garnish with a cinnamon stick, and it is fucking delicious. Right. As someone who has never had a dark and stormy before, I will be having dark and stormies on the regular now, now because that shit is easy to make and really fucking tasty. Uh, for those of us ignorant swine that uh, can't uh, pick a white from a dark from a demi rara, what makes a demi rara what it is? All right, so demerara rum is a specific rum made from. Uh, it is basically it's a molasses rum. Okay. Um, it's made from a particular type of sugar cane, mm-hmm. uh, and it has very very distinct flavors. Okay. Um, it. I'm not gonna say it tastes like molasses because molasses can kind of taste like shit. I don't know. Um, well, the dark but, dark rum to me tastes more like molasses than demi rara was does. Uh, well, uh, Demerara also has a lot of fruit flavors in it and uh, oh. like, like flowery, flowery okay. flavors to it. So it's it's really good. And I'm really excited to tell Bob earlier before you got on. Uh, I actually convinced our liquor store here mm-hmm. to start carrying Demerara rum and Agricole. Yeah. So I don't have to drive all the way to fucking Chicago to get my rum and be- become <laughs> fucking Smokey and the Bandit bootlegging it back to town. <laughs> uh, so I'm really excited about that. But yeah, this shit's really good. Uh, I... Uh, I used my own uh, my own cinnamon syrup that I made at home, which mm-hmm. is time consuming. I strongly suggest you just buy it uh, <laughs> from any particular syrup vendors you'd like to recommend. BG Reynolds uh, do great stuff. They are kind of responsible for bringing back classic tiki mixes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Beach, uh, Ernest Bo or Ernest. Beaumont Gant yeah. uh, was the guy who ran down the beachcomber, uh, the original location out in Hollywood, California. Uh, he was a secretive motherfucker and <laughs> uh, had stuff called like Don Spices or mm-hmm. Gardenia Mix, yeah. which didn't have Gardenia in it at all. Yeah. Um, but it was white. So, <laughs> uh, so, so it was, uh, it's a lot of stuff like that where he wouldn't tell everyone what the recipe was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he would actually make the drink in the back. Yep. And some of the, the people who would actually mix the drink would get hired by other bars. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how things have become pieced Man. together is, uh, Tiki people, bar poaching. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, so people have, uh, specifically, uh, Jeff, uh, beach Bomberry, uh, went on an expedition for, uh, imbibing basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, found, all of the recipes and put them all together in his books and his total Tiki app. Uh, seriously, if you can get potions of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. do so it's a magnificent book or beach Bumberry remix. They're both spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Blair Reynolds from BG Reynolds, uh, which is a company out of Portland uh, is taking those recipes and making them shelf stable. So you can, act, or refrigerator stable. So you can store them in your fridge for up to 90 days and have these things on hand. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, and his syrups are fucking spectacular. They are so goddamn good. Um, like I've got, I, I had Orgit and I had Falernum here already, mm-hmm. uh, and I ordered his both of his Falernum and Orgit because I had honestly I had a discount code, so why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will never buy the the the, the cheap fucking Orgit or Falernum again because it is like the first Mai Tai I made with my Orgit mm-hmm. was like mind altering. Like I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever drunk in my life. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it is marvelous, absolutely marvelous. All and right. if you ever have, if you ever have a drink at Trader Sam's, uh, they use BG Reynolds syrups and all their drinks. So, was that a recent thing, or Makes did sense. they just start? No, that's been going on since it since the uh, Enchanted Tiki Bar opened in Disneyland like ten years ago. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. 
So there you go. Thanks for making me miss Trader Sam's a little bit more. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Trader Sam's and Jocks. Swear to God. We need to put those two playlists together while that's on my mind. Um, Come on down. Now, when you say Orgit and Agricole, I'm pretty sure you're talking about like Orja Agricole, right? Well, Agricole is a rum type. It's, yes. It's a white room. And yeah. yes, I'm talking about Orge or Orja. I know. But, I just um, wanted to imitate um, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> talking about Orja. <laughs> you want to make some Orja and put it in your tray. One and a half and ounces mix of agriculture. And, and then mix it up. And pour it on your balls. And be glad that you're who you are. You're the beautiful and then person. Make sweet, sweet love. <laughs> You're a wonderful human. I can't wait for Bob to hear all this because his headphones have been off for that entire talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to have to edit around us being awkwardly vulgar. Sorry. (laughs) I'm used to it. All right. Not sure about this time, but look forward to what you you do. What you got there, Bob? Uh, This is my origin. It's uh, Barsmith. I think this is like really basic, typical stuff. Um, Uh, I'm just trying to see. It's uh, just tropical syrup, regular. No thrills, whatever. <laughs> I do have some Orgia down here. Now, is this what you're... Oh, it's the BG Reynolds, right. Oh, this is supposed to be in the fridge? Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay, well, that's going to go in the fridge at some point. Uh, it's about two <laughs> that... weeks old, and it's been opened. I, I, I will I will tell you, mm-hmm. that's the same mistake I made with my first purchase of his stuff. Yeah. I didn't realize it, was, it had to be refrigerated, and my passion fruit syrup went bad. Oh, shit. So. All right, well... I guess we'll try to make something with it tonight and see what happens. So does this. It says right on the label, oh, refrigerate God after opening. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting up there for over a month. Oh. And I've been using it, too, because I only got, like, a few ounces left. So I, it hasn't killed me yet. So for those of you who are wondering why I quit being a professional bartender. <laughs> Put your orgy in the... Uh, in the fridge. <laughs> that's that's right. Do what Bob says. Put your orgy in the fridge. Yep. <laughs> orgy, yes. So so nobody overheats. Um All right. Uh so pixel mixer is the thing now, right? Yep. Okay. Um what the fuck were we talking about earlier anyway? Oh, I had an idea for the thing I was going to do. Right. So, uh the pixel mixer is while you're making mm-hmm. that, uh the rum and coke mm-hmm. I had has run through me, so mix away, Corey. All right. Uh, let it run wild. <laughs> And there'll be more awkward editing later. All right. sure. What you gonna do when my wiener has to pee on you? This is how you spend adulthood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. Um. Oh. Oh. Oh oh, man. Holy shit! So he's got that waiting for him, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (sighs) 
Some shit. Yeah, back. Something fell down. Okay. I don't know what it was. Hey, Bob. Hold on. Hey. How you doing? Are we in a lull? Yeah, a bit of a lull. Bit of a yeah. lull. Oh, okay. Pixel Mixer is a thing where I take a uh, video game. Might be playing it currently. Might not be. Just rumin- reminiscing about it. Um, or ruminating about it. Or perhaps both at the same time. And I try to pair up a drink with it. Uh, lately, I've been playing a, a puzzler... I want to say it's a first-person puzzler called the Talos Principle. Were one to ask me to describe it to them, I would have just as much trouble describing that game to them as I have talking normally. So, uh, (laughs) there's a lot of thinking involved, obviously. Puzzling, spatial reasoning, etc., etc. What kind of a drink goes good with a game that demands mental faculties? Or at least... Uh, Coffee, first thing in the morning. Coffee first thing in the morning? Well, that's another good answer, but I'm too <laughs> lazy. So, <laughs> that is true. Like, most of the time I've been playing this, I've been having, like, copious amounts of caffeine. But uh, we're just going to go with uh, a standby that I believe doesn't get a whole lot of credit. You guys are going to be like, you fucking cheap-ass bitch. But it is water. <laughs> <laughs> because Jay suggested it before the show. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. What kind of a fool is going to be imbibing alcoholic beverages and trying trying to convince themselves that they're having a good time doing this? You can maybe play a little bit of Portal drunk, buzzed, whatever. You're not going to get too far into it. Talos Principle similar, and a lot of other games like this, Mag Runner, etc., are going to be um, placing you in a like situation. But, more to the point with this, you're going to miss a ton of the story. And... It's kind of an important factor with this game because there are so many other puzzle puzzle games and kind of classic like classically designed games now that will try to incorporate like a rich story like that, but it's always going to be at arm's length from the gameplay. Things aren't much different from Talos, but this game does one thing that I believe it's a simple it's a simple conclusion also or a simple approach. It incorporates a lot of what you need to learn about the lore and the characters involved by setting and staging messages are left on the walls of your of the spaces you inhabit uh, in QR code because you're an, you're an artificial intelligence the people that you communicate with are also artificial intelligences there are proxies of like old apple IIe style terminals in the game world that you can use to talk to the people that or at least hear from the people that designed the world that you live in things like that and it was like okay i understand that like reading and moving are going to like always going to be in this very awkward dance with each other. And this tango is going to go nowhere, but this is as close as a game is going to get to be, you know, the law, the kind of lofty, the way that it wants to be, but without like fucking leering at the player in doing so, mm-hmm. which uh, braid, fuck you braid. <coughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> you can leave that out. So Talos principle, water, I swear I'll have something more honest next week. <laughs> honest? What are you talking about? This is probably the most honest answer you could have given. I I guess so. It's just that I feel like I'm 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 promising. I'm like, there's a bill of goods here that I'm selling, but there's nothing behind the counter. <laughs> but that's pretty much what I've been into. That that's that works. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so, uh, guys, that is going to do it for this 
extra long episode of the show. <laughs> extra long. This is the standard now. You're doomed. Uh, so as always, guys, we feed off dialogue, so we ask you to subscribe, like, and engage us in the comments on anything talked about today, uh, either here on Facebook or Twitter. We are at Cretans Guild. Uh, thank you guys for having me back on. Apologies for not being around more lately, and I will try to hey. do my best to be back on as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as the wife is not closing on uh, the night where we record, then I'm in. <laughs> um, and work isn't shitty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, now we're asking to yeah, Well, possibly. Uh, but that is going to do it for tonight, guys. Uh, hope you enjoy the discussion. Hope you uh, vote in the playoffs. Don't vote for Tom and Jerry. Uh, and to all of our followers, <laughs> new and old, we say welcome to the guild. Mm-hmm. It is funny, Lone Ranger's mother gave Tonto the clap. You know what? Because I was so good. I fucking... God damn it. <laughs> I am so happy you're back, Jay.